That is not I am a real American. <laughs> I am a real American. I am a real American. I am a real American. Hey everybody, welcome to another Memory Machine. My name is Nate Lockhart, your host of this historical, pop-cultural, anecdotal podcast. Um, We decided to just do what would happen if Bach had composed Real American by by Hulk Hogan. He wrote it, right? Right? Is that a Yeah, that's uh, a a fact you're going to learn is that (laughs) Johann Sebastian Bach was actually the original composer for I Am a Real American. Well, I would say that. Big wrestling fan. People forget. Yeah, you don't know about that. I would say the song uh, Real American may have been composed by Hulk Hogan based on the diversity of notes. I am a real American. It's like he knows two notes. uh I think uh he could handle that one. He can shout that. But then you get the other part. When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. That that was not him. Someone no. else wrote that. Part. Yeah, somebody else wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> you can thank literally Jim. anyone else wrote that. You can thank Jim Johnson for that one. Oh, okay. Good. Is that a true fact? That's a true fact. There we go. Oh boy. So if you didn't gather uh, by that uh, conversation that we just had, this episode is all about fun wrestling trivia, and our uh, good friend and colleague and best bud Dan Liggett. Came up with a wrestling quiz for me and Drew, and we're going to see how we do with it here today. Hopefully it'll spark some fun conversation. Maybe we'll learn some things. We haven't introduced ourselves yet. They didn't even what? know who was on the podcast. They don't even know. You just said now they know who I am. you were. Yeah. yeah, well, you're the, ho- you're the most important this week. Yeah. Right. So why don't I oh, just take Oh, and then uh, that guy. Introduce yourself. I am Drew Burke, and I am here to take a quiz on wrestling. Sounds good. I like it. That's Dan Liggett. He's here to give a quiz to on wrestling. Take, take a quiz and chew bubblegum, and you are all out of bubblegum. Yeah. So instead, but I'm going to take a, a quiz Chocula. and chew... <laughs> Count Chocula. Count Chocula's good stuff. Yeah. All right, so what do we got? What do we got today? Well, two things I want to point out first. I When I was creating this, first of all, I created this. I did not pull information from another quiz. I did not go to Sporkle and just find one of their quizzes and just copy it down verbatim. I thought of the questions. I created them myself, format content etc so i mm. just want to say i'm very proud of myself would you consider Good. yourself a um uh sola scriptura in wrestling <laughs> i have i have a soul i think i'm so, a soul i'm fide find, on wrestling do you find outside sources or do you just trust that the primary source the the primacy of the wwe is enough to um come to your own understanding of wrestling <laughs> These are some deep questions. <laughs> my, my questions are all like, hey, do you know who this guy is? <laughs> this is way beyond what I well, was expecting. So if we... you're asking if he reads Wrestling Observer, no. Yeah, no, he yeah. does not. I he do not, not read Wrestling Observer. I will read uh, like online news, but mm. uh, I also I didn't want to limit it to just WWF, WWE, even though that is primarily. Please, please uh, tell me by, by all that is good in Shangri-La that... Juggalos are going to show up in this quiz because Juggalos are going to show I, up in this yeah. quiz. You are a hundred percent true. I, I, uh, I want you to know. In addition to my classical music background, I consider myself to be one of the world's most preeminent scholars on Juggaloology. You um, you hit the nail on the head, and Very I good. think good. since that's where we're going. I oh, is that just, where we're going to start? That's where we'll start. Oh my wow. god! Wait, wait, wait! I have an important, important thought. 
I okay. feel like before you start asking us questions and we get them horribly wrong, mm-hmm. we might want to explain at least a oh, little our, bit our, of our background. Our background in, I, I in think wrestling. you're right. I think you're right. That's a great place to start. Um, Drew, you want to start with well, with, I, with how you follow? Because we all know Liggett here is a big or Dan. I'm sorry, are we calling you Dan on this podcast or Liggett? You know, I will respond to both, so it's okay. Okay. Well, his name's Dan. Uh, yeah, I, I, um, yeah, I'm a huge fan. I really yeah. didn't start watching till I was out of high school, to be honest. Really? Yeah, my That's parents surprising. did not allow me to watch professional wrestling when I was growing up. Huh. The time that I would have been most voracious at watching it would have been during the Attitude Era, and mm. I think it was my father who took one look at it and said, no, you're not watching this smut <laughs> in my household. So I, I didn't really watch pro wrestling until I was out of high school i watched a little bit at the end when my parents were like whatever you're 17 do what you want yeah uh and since then i have just been a a black hole of just trying to find information that that (laughs) surprises me because the only i mean i've only known you post high school but i assumed that with your love of it that you had dove deep since childhood i pictured you as one of the small children throwing popcorn at the heels <laughs> which i would have been yeah. absolutely however not until about 2004 did i really start watching man well yeah. i did have i want, do want to say this i did have those hard rubber professional wrestling action figures mm-hmm, of mm-hmm, randy mm-hmm. savage and hulk hogan and yeah. Superstar Billy Graham. So late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, late 80s, early 90s. Those were passed down to me by my cousin Brent. Mm. Um, But I I really, as soon as I started watching it regularly, I was absolutely hooked. Just as an entertainment, and I will say this, as an art form, it is very interesting to me, um, the mm-hmm. psychology that goes behind mm-hmm. it. And so because of that, uh, I just wanted to learn as much as I could. My favorite event is the Royal Rumble. If you want to go back far enough, I did a few Royal Rumble podcasts for Geeks Talk Wrestling mm-hmm. back in early January. Yes, you did. And uh, if everything goes well, this should be releasing right around the time of um, uh, November. That November. One. November, yeah, that one, the um, Survivor Series. Survivor Series. That, that's one of the big four pay-per-views. Yes. Uh, Survivor Series, yep. typically the main event match or the uh, to some undercard matches will be Survivor Series yep. or uh, the five-man Survivor or five-woman Survivor, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where you will have five people on each team. And if somebody is pinned, the match isn't over, that person is eliminated, and you just whittle it down till one team is completely out. All, all of this sounds way more interesting than what I first thought wrestling was and why I didn't get into it until spending time with you guys. Um, I thought that the wrestling audience thought wrestling was real. And when I say real, I don't mean obviously people are getting hurt. People are getting thrown at things. I thought mm. I'm at the storyline. Like I genuinely thought sure. that I thought to myself, how can people not understand that that is the same man? In two different outfits, playing two different characters, yeah. and I, I did, it baffled my mind. Are you talking about Hulk Hogan, Mister America? Well, what I was actually <laughs> picturing was a uh, Cactus Jack. Oh yes, yeah, yes. And, uh, yeah. and I thought, how how do you not get that dude love? That's fair. Uh, yeah. That's and, fair. Like and so so I what, but then yeah. it was I was with you guys one uh, approximately Christmas time ish, mm-hmm. and we were watching um, the the sincerely touching moment where miss elizabeth uh runs oh, runs yes. back yes. into the ring i don't know which wrestlemania yeah. this was that was wrestlemania six that was um it was randy savage versus it was randy Warrior. savage the loser would be um retired yeah and i do want to say it was f- six 
It was six. Yeah, you're you're yeah, right. It was so six. Yeah. It was that match that just got me into it because it was then I realized, oh, people know it's not real, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Which was a funny one to think about because like that moment, people actually thought was very yes. real at that yeah. time. People thought it was real. Actually, here's one of my questions. Whoa. Um, let's start right in. So this what, is what about a... me? We'll get back to my background. Let me ask this question, <laughs> okay, right and then we'll get back Great. to you. Yeah. All right. Sorry, I'm I am gonna hijack this just a well, tiny bit. That's fine. Uh, so, you did all the prep, so. A lot of people believed that it was real, mm-hmm. and many wrestlers subscribe to the idea of kayfabe, and kayfabe means living that life or mm-hmm. living that lie to the public uh, in every facet. So he goes out to the grocery store, that's that's mm-hmm. actually Randy Savage walking through going, oh yeah, give me those nuts. Yeah. Wait, why did you not mention how many Slim Jims he was buying? We'll get there. That was, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I have a, two pages full of stuff here. Yeah. What was the event that became the catalyst for the death of Kayfabe? Do you know? Was it um, was it uh, the Montreal Screw Job? No, it was. Uh, well, that was in 1997. It was about okay. ten years prior to that. Okay. Was it the time wow. that was that it the early. time that Andre the Giant drank an entire case of plum wine? That man is a legend <laughs> for many reasons. He, I don't know how he hold, held all that alcohol all the time, but he did it. He, he, he did it. He, he could make time, a beer can look like a thimble in his hand. Was yes. it the time yeah. New Jack stabbed that guy? No, that was not on my quiz because I didn't even want to mention the mass transit incident, yeah. but sure. Uh, no, in 1987, uh, okay. a, an officer of the law pulled over a car that he believed to be driven by somebody under the influence. It was. That person was Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh. Sitting next to Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Um, Duggan was on marijuana and alcohol at the time. Uh, Mm. Sitting next to Hacksaw Jim Duggan was the Iron Sheik, who was (gasps) high on cocaine. And there was cocaine in the car. So that was a big event. Made the papers. At the time, they were in a pretty heated feud with each other. Yeah. So the fact that these two enemies would be traveling together some light bulbs started to go off and say wait a minute that doesn't really make sense maybe they're not actually enemies and hacksaw jim duggan talks about that event now even now with such regret that he it just weighs on him like that's his greatest shame to him because vince mcmahon called him afterwards and said jim you've killed the business (laughs) jeez the weed the drunk driving the coke all of that (laughs) not that much of a regret no. Right. No. Nope. The right. fact that I was doing it with Iron Sheik. Yeah, that was that was That's the big problem. The problem. Honestly, I, th- there, there's no way it could have lasted much longer than that. Anyways, like, as soon I feel as you like got people... to the internet age, it was going to. That's bad. exactly what I was thinking. Or, or, the internet or geez, even cable TV at that point, like I, I, I feel like it couldn't have survived much longer. There's That's no, fair. There's no way. But that that really was the catalyst. That was the event huh. that huh. kind of killed kayfabe. A lot of people, I'm including assuming... my cousin Brent, who I mentioned earlier. Brent, what up? <laughs> he also was shocked. I remember uh, my aunt was telling me just this year when, when she was visiting, oh, I remember that Brent used to like it, and then those two guys were in a car together, and he said, why would they do that? And then he <laughs> stopped watching. <laughs> Jeez. It's just what happened. Wow. How about that? Yeah, but he, 1987. You know, you know what they needed? They needed um, mm-hmm. Kellyanne Conway. She could have spun that story. She could have spun that story believably. 
<laughs> sure. The first person who ever said, you know what this needs? <laughs> Kellyanne Conway. D- to make it more believable. <laughs> there we oh, go. my Nate, gosh. why don't you tell us about your wrestling history? What, what, okay. do you, what is your um, experience? I was very similar to Drew, where I did not watch it at all growing up. I thought it was very silly, especially um, in Georgia. Uh, I lived there briefly, and there were a lot of kids who were into it in Georgia, and I looked down on them because they were rednecks to me. So (laughs) I was like, I'm from the North, and I know what sophistication is, and you all are terrible. And which... Probably he took his have any glove friends. off before um, he slapped those kids. That's right. Duel it on. His driving glove. <laughs> uh, no, but but I, but I did. But but I did, like. I, I was. I don't think I was quite that snooty, but but I definitely looked down on it. It, mm. it seemed extra rednecky to me. And then, uh, it wasn't until much later on when when we were in college and we did the HWF. Which yes. was a thing that we did in college where we would take all our mattresses out, put them in the, the common area, and make sort of a makeshift wrestling ring. And then we came up with our own characters and stories and stuff like that. Just basically had fun because there was nothing else to do in Houghton. So mm-hmm. that's, uh, the so that's what I we did. The first time I saw HWF, you threw a burnt hot dog. And I, I legitimately thought you were throwing poop. <laughs> like, I thought you were actually throwing actual poop. And I was like, this this is insane. Yeah. Those Extreme Rules matches got quite out of they hand. They sure did. I, I, and, and then I put Zelensky's head through a drywall. Mm-hmm. Yes. I did do that. That was Despite great. Despite not You're, being Jim, Jimmy, it. which was uh, Nate's character, yeah. his one and only match. That's right. That's was, right. And uh, I won it. Was the one night only, and yes, I blatantly stole that from WWE. Yeah. <laughs> the one night only event, or the one night stand event, as yeah. it was called. Yeah. Uh, and... Jimmy was typically an audience member, and he decided to get in the ring that's and right. face off with Shadow Dragon Seslinski. Very good. That's right. that's right. And Shadow Dragon left hot dogs burning in the oven. That's right. <laughs> so that was that was Bradford. Brad, oh, Bradford had. There's. Had, uh, let's not worry had, about yeah, who anyway. put what well, where. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, see, for having not been into it, I I have always loved the particip- participation element of really anything. Like yeah. I'm not a sport person in the least, but I like to participate in sports. Like it's fun just to play stuff. Or even, so, or even just to yell at the team on the field. That's true, too. You know? So my, yeah, my sure. buddies in yeah. high school, they were into wrestling, and they did backyard wrestling. And so most of the time I would announce, but I also had a couple of characters mm-hmm. that would come out from time to time and mm-hmm. wrestle poorly. I once hit a guy with a sledgehammer. Cool. Yep. Now, do you mean you fake hit a guy with nope. a sledgehammer? or you? <laughs> well, no. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, no, buddy. It, it, no, it wasn't that bad. We were on a trampoline. It wasn't that bad. No, we were on a trampoline, <laughs> and so the... the the predominant amount of the impact was taken by the trampoline. Okay. Sledgehammer into him in midair, carried oh, him through into I the trampoline. See, I see. Got I see. it. Got it. So, yeah. But yeah. Uh, Still pretty stupid, but okay. <laughs> but yeah, so. You're going to get a lot but, of stupid, just so you know. But it was through HWF that I became a little bit interested and kind of saw, saw what was so much fun about it and sort of being able to yell at the wrestlers and, and the kind of the creativity that you could see in ring. Mm-hmm. And then I watched a little bit of you and I saw some of the ridiculousness of it, but also some of the fun of it as well. And yes. I think from there it was sort of like, Oh no, this is, this is legit. This is fun. Like this is, this is just really, yeah, just really fun. Mm-hmm. And so since then I've sort of, I, I don't really watch on the regular, but I, you know, every now and then turn on a match on YouTube or I'll see what happened in new Japan mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Cause those are sweet matches. Yeah, and then usually when you come over, we watch some wrestling together, yeah. inevitably. So, yeah. One, one of my top memories is my next question. Oh. oh. So, 
Let so, me find the questions. So no one's got anything right so <laughs> I was, far. I was so excited yeah. that I don't even have the question lined up. One sec. Mm-hmm. There, the, uh, the idea of the suspension of disbelief is mm-hmm. really fun. It is. Like, it's it fun. is it's so fun. much you, fun. You go into it knowing, like, well aware. Yes. I mean, you're seeing people actually. The, the one match that I went to then, um, when when our, our esteemed host here was refing, mm-hmm. there was one match where a guy, like, broke his eyeball bone. And yeah. like mm-hmm. just bled out everywhere. Like so mm-hmm. that actually is happening, but the suspension of disbelief is the idea that like the guy who did it to him is glad he did it. When in reality yeah. you're sure he's not. It, yeah, oh yeah. He's we, gonna we, play we, it we, up like, like he is. Yeah, like, like, oh boy. Yeah. In reality, I mean at this point we all know like, oh boy, he's probably freaking out right mm-hmm. now. But if he's good at his job, he plays it cool and yeah. uses it. Yeah, that as was long as they're not really dead. fun. That was L.A. Perez. <laughs> yeah. He he shattered his eye socket and broke his cheek in three places. And Boy, he's howdy. fine now. He's he's fully healed and he's repaired. Awesome. Because that was it about was, a year. Ago. It was awesome. Yeah. It was okay. awesome. Yeah. So the next question is going to be about the first match, not the first match, but a, a significant event where Nate Lockhart came over to my house, yeah. and we watched a wrestling event together on the computer. Mm-hmm. Do you remember King of the Ring, nineteen ninety eight? Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. Uh-huh. The Undertaker versus Mankind. Yes. How many times was he thrown off the top of that structure? How many times was he thrown off? Yes. Four. How, how many times did he go off the top of that structure? Yeah, okay. All oh, right. thrown or jumped. Either. I'm going to say... Or fallen. Seven. Or fallen. I'm going to say three. It was actually two. Two, The okay. first one should have stopped the match. But yeah. he was actually tossed, and I can show you a clip later if you're unfamiliar with this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably about 20 feet high. Uh, he was yeah. thrown from the top of that through the announcer table. No padding, no yeah, no stuntman. It was just Mick Foley being Mick Foley. And then so later, that was planned? That was planned. Holy cow. The second one, when he was chokeslammed through the top of the cage and fell through to the ring, oh. that was not as planned. That's Jeez. not Louise. exactly how that spot was going to and, go. And he just lays there unconscious. At least yes. it seems like it. Was he unconscious at that he, point? He was out on his feet because okay. when he was chokeslammed through, another thing that happened to fall was a steel chair because they were using <laughs> that on top. It bounced yeah. off his face when it hit. Oh, my god! So gosh. there's actually a very famous shot of him in Hell in a Cell. He's laying in the corner, and you can see a little white thing here, and it's yes. his tooth. Yeah, but but, but it looks like off. it looks like a booger. With it the, looks like a booger, yeah. but his tooth broke off and pushed up through his lip, right underneath his nose. Yeah, this man is now a prominent member of the amalgamated guild of real bearded Santas. Yes, yes he, he is. is. <laughs> <laughs> this man loves Santa Claus. There's he, a documentary he, about him and his love of Santa. Yeah. Really? That is he, on, uh, he, he has a Christmas room in his house that is just like Christmas twenty four seven. That's awesome. Yeah. He loves he loves playing Santa. I guess all he wants for Christmas is his two front teeth. Oh! <laughs> Good night, folks. <laughs> <laughs> two question quiz. <laughs> but let's let's I'm using this conversation to plan out my questions. Oh, boy. And when we started, I promised Drew we'd have a juggle of questions. Yes. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. here it comes. Mm-hmm. The insane clown posse. Whoop, whoop. Huge ICW, wrestling plans. ICW, right? Uh, uh, yes, the uh, insane championship wrestling. Uh-huh. It's championship. They had to change it. Oh, really? <laughs> they changed it from championship to championship. Oh, my gosh. You can cut that. That's fine. <laughs> That's Well, it's historical. It's historical. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep it. And it's anecdotal. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, but they are huge wrestling fans, as obvious um, as it is obvious from their own promotion. Uh, they actually had a few matches in WCW, mm-hmm. but when they mm-hmm. were in the WWF, 
What was the name of the faction which they managed? That I that instant cloud ACP that they managed managed. in the WWF. Yes, they came to the ring with that. Oh my gosh, Mm. this had to have been Attitude Era. Absolutely, Attitude (laughs) Era. It was about ninety nine two thousand. Um, I don't even. Uh, get, get, give us give us some names of some yeah. of some tag teams. Okay. Yeah, maybe not even you know, not, uh, some gonna, other ones. Yeah, from I have that a era. I have a whole multiple choice section. Uh, okay. Um, oh, understanding, geez. I probably should have just made them all multiple choice. Yeah. I got I got a true false section. I got a quotes catchphrases. I'm so and excited right section. Now. Yeah. I feel yeah. like we should post this quiz afterwards. Yeah. I mean, just have just have it up on there. Yeah, why not? Uh, fan quiz, you know. Uh, so some tag teams that were there. Um, there were the Headbangers. There were um, Kai and Tai. Okay. There was head cheese. There were the oddities. There was the um, edge and Christian. There... I feel like head cheese has got to be it. I feel like I feel like he hasn't named it yet, and it's going to be something like the fetus defeaters. <laughs> I have named it already. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I think it's head cheese. That's that sounds reasonable, but he said a couple of them early on that also sounded. What well, were the first couple? Too, but said? I don't. I don't. But I don't. The headbangers. Headbangers. That's, that's probably not it. Kai no. and Ty. That sounds very much like them, actually, because they're they they despite being the insane clown posse, right? I mean, they're Violent J and Shaggy Two Dope, and like right. everybody goes by like full sets of names, like they're Jeez. so I could I could believe Kai and Tai, even though that's not a very juggalo name. Mm. It's it, it's juggalo in principle, that self identification. <laughs> juggalo, juggalo principle, mm-hmm. juggalo in principle, if not a name. I'm still saying head cheese. Uh, you are both incorrect. Oh the, no! So Kai and Tai is great because there was a um, adult film star character named Val Venus. No, oh. you may have been. He, I've heard remember. of that. Yeah. Um, they on air uh, pantomimed chopping off his um, little Val, mm. which oh. is his Val penis. Hilarious. Yeah, his <laughs> Val penis. <laughs> uh, the correct answer is the oddities. The oddities. So See, the that, oddities. Sounded, that, that, that sounded too much. That choice. sounded too mm. much like um like a knockoff version of that uh, that book with Pony Boy. What is that book? I have uh, no idea. Oh, The Outsiders? The Outsiders. That's ah, no. Yeah. No. So it was... The, the thing about the oddities is... Was one of them a midget? Um, they, they, one of them was not a midget. No. Mm-hmm. Um, there was Giant Silva. Little person, I think. Who was 7'2", yeah. but his gimmick was that he was very shy about his height. There was Kurgan, who was just a dancing guy who wore like an old leather football helmet. And then there was Golga. Um, other people that were in this faction would have been Luna Vachon uh, and George the Animal Steel. I'm very oh. disappointed in not thinking of the oddities as being a circus name, since mm-hmm. that was very much when they're talking about the Dark Carnival. Yeah, 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 yeah but that's still, that seems too on point. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Shame on me. You're yeah. not going to get too far off point when it comes to some of <laughs> <Okay>. these. Okay. <things. laughs> uh, Golga actually wrestled in the WWF in the early '90s. Hmm. As Golga? No. How did he? Who, what was his name when he wrestled? I'm going to give you. Tell me who he was. Well, tell me who he was again. As Golga, give me a little. Give me a description of Golga again. Golga. Yeah. Uh, Golga wore a full leather mask, so you couldn't see his face. Okay, very good. He uh, was. Well, this is approximate size. Uh, he weighed about 400 pounds. Okay. And he was in love with the South Park character Cartman. Oh, very good. Did he look like the South Park character Cartman? He would absolutely but, look okay. like the South Park character. Uh, not not Big Van, not not Big Van Vader. R.I.P. It is not Big Van Vader. Uh, um, oh I'll wait, go... wait, wait! Well, who is the Fat Fryer? 
The oh. Fat Fryer. <laughs> Bastion Booger. Yeah, Mike yeah. Shaw. It was not Mike Shaw. He ran okay. through some pretty terrible gimmicks. Yeah. Um, let, let me give you some options. There uh-huh. was Earthquake. There okay. was Tugboat slash Typhoon. Mm. Tugboat. Yeah. <laughs> Tugboat. <laughs> that is a name. I didn't know Earthquake, but I do know There the was name. King Kong Bundy. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was... Not King Kong Bundy. Can't be King Kong. Mabel. He was earlier than the 90s, I thought. Mabel, who was also Viscera. Yeah. There was... We'll go one more. Uh, Hillbilly Jim. I want to say... Hillbilly, no, Hillbilly Jim's a big, tall guy, but he's not like 400 pounds. At least I don't think so. He's he's not a, a massively mm-hmm. large, tall man. He's just a big, tall man. I want to say so Earthquake. Tug, I'm going to go with Tugboat. Mm-hmm. You going to say Tugboat? I'm going to say Earthquake. The correct answer is Earthquake. All right. Wow. One point. He, de- he debuted in... Uh, what was it? 88, I think he debuted? 88 or 89. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even 10 years later, they brought him back in to play the character of Golga. Huh. How about that? Well, what do you know? Big leather mask. Mm-hmm. There you go. There's a lot of crazy gimmicks out there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the gimmicks. The gimmicks are mm-hmm. the best part. Let's, I, run, let's run through some gimmicks then. Okay. Can, is, uh, man, I, I, if I don't you're willing to, to put worms in your mouth and hit yourself in the face with a uh, with an alarm clock, you're <laughs> what? A, you're a fella for me. <laughs> He's talking about the boogeyman. <laughs> <laughs> God. He's insane. Oh, oh, there's a wrestler who does that too. That's not just yeah. me. No, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Fun fact: This probably doesn't need to make any the podcast at all. Yeah. Uh, so we went to a Halloween party at Houghton. They had it up in the cafeteria, and I show up, and Joe Cool is dressed as the Boogeyman. Yes, <laughs> but he has a name tag that says Darth Maul, and I was like, No, no, I know who you are, because <laughs> Joe Cool is also a, a huge wrestling fan. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> uh, so one famous gimmick is the uh, Sting. Yeah, uh-huh. everyone knows yep. who Sting is yep. WCW Sting. Yeah. He started out in like the Surfer gimmick and then slowly right. transitioned into the Black and White Crow gimmick. Right. Yeah, which mm-hmm. I which very much confused me because I I first knew him as the Crow character, mm-hmm. and then I saw the old look and I was like. Is this supposed to be the same guy? What? Yeah, uh, I don't get what happened. It was there. it was very well done storyline wise okay. because it there was a period where there, no lie there was a fake Sting, and then <laughs> Sting was like, "I swear to you that I'm I'm not I haven't turned bad," and none of his his stable mates or his friends would believe him. Hmm. So he was like, "Well, then forget it. I'm just going to do something else." And then didn't actually he actually didn't wrestle for a year. He just showed up and hung around in the rafters, and then maybe did a spot or two. Hmm. Which was a heck of a gig, thinking on how much money he made. Yeah. To never be, have to actually be a fan of the opera. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. sweet. Uh, who came up with that sting gimmick? The the, the black and white sting yeah. gimmick? Mm-hmm. The crow gimmick. Was it Sting? Yeah. Was it Eric Bischoff? Was it Raven? Or was it Scott Hall? I'm going to say it's got to be either Scott Hall or um, I'm going Eric Bischoff. With, I'm going with Raven strictly because it's a gimmick based on the crow. <laughs> that is clever. Oh boy, dude, boy, I'm gonna say Eric Bischoff because he just—I mean—that that just screams Eric Bischoff. That that sort of transition of like, no, it's not edgy enough. It's not cool enough. It was actually Scott Hall. Okay, oh, they they workshop. I know you started to say it. They yep. workshopped that together, kind of as okay. a group with, with I, all that group minus Raven. Okay. Kind of workshopped it together, but Scott Hall mm. had a big hand in a lot of characters and creative decisions around that time. Mm. Mm. Well, funny thing, you, mm-hmm. in telling what he did for a year, basically described the plot of Scooby-Doo and the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. You know. uh, maybe we should record a commentary track for that. Make there it a go. bonus on the Patreon. There's a, giant, good. there's a giant bear. It's actually not a phantom of the of the thing. There, There is, and there, it's, it's, 
I watch about 10 Scooby-Doo movies in one week, so I'd be lying if I said I remembered all the details of every individual one. I think I'm mixing it up with, with one where they're trying to basically do the plot of Sing. Okay, uh, top three Scooby-Doo movies real quick. Uh, number one, by far and away, Scooby-Doo Zombie Island. Okay. It is great. Um, yeah. The Witch's Curse is good. Witch's Curse, number two. Um, and I, I guess I don't really have a number three, because after that, they're all sort of just like, fun. The kiss yeah. one is fun. It's yeah. just silly. It's, it's, yeah, I like. That. It's got it's got an extra layer of silly. Mm-hmm. There you go. Top three Scooby Doo movies from Drew Burke. Nice. <laughs> that's <laughs> good to know. We hijacked it. No, that's fine. <laughs> All right, that's fine. This this is totally free yeah. for him. Like the network. <laughs> oh man, uh, but yeah, Scott Hall was Razor Ramon, right? Scott Hall was Razor Ramon in the WWF, okay. and uh, Razor Ramon. That was. I don't know what that was. I don't know either. It sounded like maybe a phone, a phone, or phone. a thing on a shelf. Okay. It's fine. Perhaps an elf. Nothing matters. Scott Hall was Razor Ramon, uh-huh. and Kevin Nash was Diesel. And when they moved to WCW, in WWF, Jim Ross came out and said, "No, we still have Razor Ramon and Diesel." And then they brought out two other guys with the same gimmicks and said, "This is Razor Ramon and Whoa. Diesel." And wow. it did not last very long I because did. everyone was like, "That's clearly not the same guys." Wow. <laughs> but anyway. do you know that um, fake Diesel uh, became a very famous wrestler? Was he the Undertaker? No. Was he the Big Show? Was he freaking Deacon? <laughs> or was he Kane? Uh, oh, I was gonna say Big Show until the option of Kane, but like Big Show, but, well, I'm gonna go with Kane. Here's why: I'm gonna go with Kane. because if they were trying to pass him off as if they, if they were trying to make a pass, of like maybe it could be the same person. You can't put Big Show in there. No. Well, Big Show was also... Undertaker was around at the same time that it couldn't have been him already. Right. He debuted in 1990. And so... And Big Show was um, the giant in WCW. I don't know if it was at that time, but... Yeah, that's all correct. It is Kane. All right. Woo! We did it. finally I got two points. You got one. Yeah, I wasn't really keeping track. Yeah. Yeah. For those keeping track at home... I'm keeping track. I want to win. Here. Here's a piece of paper. Get a pen oh. somewhere. Okay. I need to use mine. You know, I can so just... I don't ask the same question twice. The Scooby Doo Alien one has a lot of oh a lot God. of layers to it that you wouldn't expect. This that is the pro wrestling trivia slash Scooby Doo <laughs> episode. Bet you weren't expecting that. <laughs> hey, they're the ones who did a crossover. They did do a crossover. It was uh, I did not watch it because I, I had it. no interest in it. I did like it. Maybe we'll get my son to watch it and then pretend it's for him. There you go. <laughs> good idea so who was kevin nash's character in uh wcw back in the late 80s uh early 90s oh before pre-nwo yeah he he did wrestle as vinnie vegas where he was a bodyguard type which is how he got his job as diesel in the wwf but before that he actually had a character that was based off of a children's book well the very first words that came to my mind just as soon as you asked the question and with no real possible knowledge of the answer, my first thought was the celery stalker. But I don't, I don't think that's right. That's a great gimmick, <laughs> and yeah. and it is a I'm Goosebumps just... book. The celery stalks yes. at midnight, so yes, it did wind it up working out okay. Mm-hmm. So, his character uh-huh. was it based off of the man in the yellow hat, <laughs> Oz the Great and Powerful? Mm, okay. Oh, I Zippy, know the answer. Zippy, which is the character the... from Where the Wild Things Are. Or Willy Wonka. Oz! 
It's us. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we don't have to, we don't have to delay it. It's clear. And you know, and you know what's funny about that is, is when we were talking about the Big Show being the giant, I thought, I thought Big Show was Oz. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 he was not. That was somebody else. I, I am not familiar. So, please, exp- now you know. One question. please explain what this gimmick is. As he was just like a silent wizard. Basically, it was a giant wizard looking type guy. He had this fake old man mask yeah. that he would wear to the ring along with a long emerald robe. And he would walk. He only lasted like two matches, though. Correct. It didn't last very long. I I, more than two matches, less than something that should be remembered. I feel like that between the two, between WCW and WWE, Mm -hmm. I feel like WCW was just a little bit crazier. They in were. a lot of ways, they were. Uh, a lot of that, especially at the end, yeah. N- not just the characters. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of crazy characters. For yeah. example, uh, do you know who Jeep Swenson is offhand? No. Jeep Swenson was the uh, actor. He had a small role in No Holds Barred, but he also played Bane in Batman and oh. Robin. Okay. Oh he, yeah. He wrestled for WCW for a period of time in the mid nineties. Okay? Yeah. His wrestling persona was actually um hold on one second. Bane from Batman and Robin. No, I mean that would be cool <laughs> if it was, if he was like, I'm gonna be Bane he and broke later on they're like, Yes, you should be Bane in the movie too. Uh no, his um was actually his persona was actually protested by the Shoah Foundation and other Jewish organizations because of his name. Was his name Turmoil? <laughs> was his name Richard the Third Reich, the Aryan Angel, Adolf Auschwitz, or the Final Solution? I think it's the Final Solution. I, um, I think I might have heard that before. I just I want to assume that someone out there is bad enough, without even noticing they're bad enough, that they thought it was a good idea to present the name Adolf Auschwitz. Like, <laughs> you know what? I think we really... I think it's a great character for people to dislike. Like, yeah. how do you... So I'm just going to go with that out of hoping that someone's that ignorant. No, Nate got it on the nose. Yeah. It is, in final fact, solution. the final solution. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Heavily protested. Did not yeah. last long. It, no, I didn't think he, so. It would actually change to the ultimate solution. Was he... Um, was he portrayed as a Nazi character? No. Or, okay. It it's was... just the final solution was the name of Adolf Hitler's okay. plan, and they said, no, I do not like that. And he yeah. did wear a Hugo Boss suit into the ring. Oh, there so you go. There's, there's <laughs> that also. No, that, he had yeah, a uh, tiny toothbrush mustache, <laughs> which I think was irrelevant to the rest of his character. What? But he was also a seven-foot-tall black man who played basketball, so it was acceptable. <laughs> there you go. Well, we, 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 I don't know for that one. Do um, you remember Michael Bane, Jordan, that seven-foot-tall? Michael Jordan had a Hitler mustache. Yeah. Um, I... I <laughs> I was going to say I do remember when we when I was doing research for the history of wrestling on television, which you and I did earlier mm-hmm. a few months ago. I did run across. I learned about Hans. Uh, is it Hans Schmidt? I don't remember. Hans the, Schmidt. Yeah. Yeah. Hans Schmidt and and uh, one of the early von Erichs, um, the, the the patriarch of the Fritz. von Erich, Fritz, Fritz von, von Erich. They were like. Um, they like the, being Nazis was their gimmick. Yeah. Like, they actually goose-stepped into the ring, wore the armbands and everything, and did it so they would be mm-hmm. resoundly hated they for a did long time. They I, did a good I worked. job. I worked. Apparently, people, mm-hmm. like, would attack them with knives and things like that as they were exiting the arena. It was vicious. And, people yeah. would get um, attacked. They could get urine thrown on them. They would yeah. get f- um, their cars set on fire. Yeah. They would get hit with bottles. They would get hit with yeah. canes. Just the whole thing. They They would... They would get gone after. Yeah. Um, not the least of which is the living legend. Okay. Or excuse me, 
the new living legend <laughs> who feuded with his trainer, who was Bruno San Martino. Oh. Who is the new living legend? Um, who was the new living legend? Is. He is still alive. Oh. Um, I'm going to say uh, Billy Superstar Graham. I have absolutely no clue. Larry Zabisco. Don't even know who that is. Oh, WWF oh. Hall of Famer. Yes. WWE Hall of Famer, excuse yes. me. Larry Zabisco. Is that I, is that mid eighties, early eighties? It's it's early eighties. Yeah, because uh, Bruno Sammartino was on the way attacked. out of that point. He got stabbed mm. multiple times with, with like yeah. small knives and pens as he was trying to leave. Wow. Wow. Was it because he had turned against uh, Bruno San Martino? Th- yeah, that he got because that- he, he was okay. like, I can't get out of your shadow, so I want to challenge you to a match. And Bruno finally accepted. Yeah. In the match, Bruno San Martino threw him out of the ring, and then Larry was so incensed, inc- incensed, 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 incensed yeah. yeah, that he grabbed a chair at ringside, came back into the ring, uh, and just beat the holy hell out this of is Bruno where, San Martino. This is where it's hard for me to... So this this is the point where, like, what's real? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like at this point, you, they everyone thought it was real. Yeah. right. Yeah, and when you described it just now, I'm I'm confused as to whether it was or not. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. There's sort of a certain there's a blurring of lines mm-hmm. in between. Even like kayfabe's kind of real at that point. In, in, in 1980, in absolutely yeah. it was. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. was. It was a very guarded secret the, yeah. of how a match worked, or the fact that these people. There's even stories of wrestling trainers. These big, burly football players or amateur wrestlers would come yeah. in and say, I want to be a professional wrestler without knowing anything about it and teach them a lesson. Yeah. They would say, okay, why don't you go ahead and get in the starting position of amateur wrestling that's on your hands and knees? Yeah. yeah. And they would drop a knee on their ankles and break them oh, to teach them a lesson. Wow. wow. And say, you don't, you don't know anything about this sport. Get out of here. Wow. Dang. Um, mm-hmm. I... I'm trying to think because there were several Wait. football players who crossed over into. Yeah. Um, I think oh my gosh, Fred Williamson so was one. Which Fred I Williamson? think Fred the Hammer Williamson. Which I think it's funny that like amateur wrestling mm-hmm. is um, is a real sport. Is, is the yeah. is the Olympic style sport. Yeah. yeah. And professional wrestling. Yeah. Has yet to become an Olympic sport. Which it should. They have World Cup finals all the time. Yeah, exactly. Throughout yeah. every promotion. You know. But, you know, just to give you some names, I had this as a question, but I'll just give you some names. Some other wrestlers that I have listed here who played football uh, mm-hmm. for the NFL. And you NFL. mean profe- Okay, that's what I was going to Professional do. football for the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim the Anvil Neidhart, uh-huh. who we recently lost. But he, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's he sad. passed away um, a couple weeks ago. Oh. Yeah, it was, it was sad. Mm. Goldberg. Played for yes. the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons. I mm-hmm. did know that. Of course, yep. you knew that one. Yeah. Uh, Ron Simmons, who wrestled as Farouk and then was the first uh, African American world champion in history. Really? Mm-hmm. Who did he? Who did he play football for? Uh, he played. I believe it was the Raiders. Okay. He did not. He was on. I think practice squads. I don't know how many of them actually got into games. Uh, mm. Roman Reigns, for one, he played. Professional football. He actually played for the CFL too. Oh, because he got cut. He, yeah. One. And then my favorite, uh, Brock Lesnar, who wanted when he left WWF in 2004 or WWE, he wanted to transition to the NFL because he wanted to be a football player. Wow. Uh, and he was signed by the Minnesota Vikings and made the practice squad. Didn't get any further than that. And he goes, okay, I'll do UFC and just dominate there. So he did. <laughs> wow. 
Dang, I didn't know that Whoa. about him. I didn't, he, I'm surprised. Because you, you never hear, <laughs> p- people never make that kind of transition. Mm-hmm. No. Like going from wrestling to football. It's usually yeah. football to wrestling. Right. Same thing with, um, what's his name, uh, The Fridge. Oh, William Refrigerator Perry. The, the yeah, Perry. that's that guy. And you can't even count that because he just had a one-off appearance. Oh, was it a one-off? Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't know Although that. He did, that was, he did. Oh, that's a great match. Is the yeah. WrestleMania two Battle Royal. It had NFL players and it had WWF wrestlers. How did the NFL players do? There was one guy whose name escaped me who lasted to like the final six. Wow. They just, but they, it was not William Perry. They okay. got very... They struggled because they were just trying to do the Super Bowl shuffle. <laughs> and it just got really everything was a mess. They just right. shuffled their way to the locker room. <laughs> and that they did. I my knowledge of Royal Rumbles is finite. Uh but <laughs> mine is vast. Yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> very, very vast. Yeah. But there was one where I believe the Iron Sheik won because he couldn't take the bump. He was too old. They brought him back to do this Royal Rumble. I remember watching it. I think it's on the tape that I gave you, Nate, that I found. Um, I think it's on that. And they talk about the idea that he just couldn't take the bump. And so he wound up winning, like, by basically, like, robot wandering through the (laughs) ring and vaguely pushing people. And I watched that. And I was like, yeah, I imagine being disappointed that that's the winner of that (laughs) rumble. Man. So that was not a Royal Rumble. Royal oh. Rumble is a very specific yeah, match that occurs once style. a year. Mm-hmm. What's the what King of the Ring? No, 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 just a Battle Royal. Battle, battle Royal. What you're referencing mm-hmm. is a Battle Hell Royal. Hell in the Cell. And the mm-hmm. match that you're Tag referencing team. was the gimmick Battle Royal and the WrestleMania yes. 17 in 2001. Yes. Mm-hmm. 2001, I believe. Yeah. So wow. Iron, Iron, it was just all the old gimmicks. Yep. I believe Gobbledygooker even made it. Yes, Gobbledygooker yes. was in it. In yeah. fact, that's why, no, it wasn't boat. on that tape. Yeah. The reason why I found out it existed is when I became enamored with the Gobbledygooker. Yes. And <laughs> that's Gobbledy- why it's... I found out it existed. Yeah. Uh, interesting little tidbit about the Gobbledygooker. He debuted on the same show as The Undertaker. Yes. No. So the two of them debuted not. together. Yeah. Survivor, the very first Survivor Series, Not the very first. In 1990. The first? No, the first was then in Then why wasn't the oh. Gobbledygooker in my sweet video game? I don't know, man. I don't know. Probably because it didn't do you. so well. Inside the Gobbledygooker was a member of a very famous wrestling family. <gasps> um... Uh, a, Stardust Goldust. It was a Guerrero. It was a Guerrero. It was Hector Guerrero. Yes, yes, it was. Man. It was one of the brothers. Yep, that's that's the that's the deepest my wrestling uh, trivia knowledge goes. That's fine with me. Yeah. It's knowing about Hector Guerrero. So one name that we mentioned was the Repo Man, who was in. When did we mention the Repo Man? When he was in the Battle Royal with the Iron Sheik, who oh. absolutely could only oh. shuffle around and vaguely <laughs> push people yeah. over the top. Uh, what was his uh, moniker or gimmick before he was the Repo Man? Actual Repo Man. No, when he was a wrestler <laughs> oh, in the... I'm sorry. Oh, got it. Not what was oh, his job. Oh, was he the dude who... You showed me this guy once. He was like, he's like the all-American worker, and he's working at a steel mill, and here's this guy. Does he do flash it, dance and pour the water on No, himself? it's not too far removed. Um, he was a maniac. To, I... I who is that guy? It can't. It's not. You're that talking guy. about uh, William Regal, the man's man. The man's man. That's yeah, it. Yeah. No, that was that was years later. <laughs> okay. Did they, okay. did they yeah. wheel him out on a on a thing like Hannibal Lecter on a dolly? They did not. And did they call him? Should they have? Yeah. Uh, I don't they, see why not. Did they call him uh, Itch Itchy Pete? Because <laughs> he could never scratch himself because of the straight jacket. 
Mm-hmm. That's a good gimmick. <laughs> you nailed it. I mean, that's a hundred percent correct. <laughs> yeah. So you know the tag I, I, team demolition? Oh, wait, well, yeah. real quick. Smash. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Once demolition disbanded, Crush became well, yeah still Crush, but different variations. Orange of Crush. crush. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> cranium crush. Yeah, um, not a no, lie. No, 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 demolition. <laughs> the demolition was like the WWE's answer to the Road Warriors, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Until they actually right. brought in the Road Warriors, <laughs> and then yeah, it didn't right, matter because right. they had them. Right. Uh, same thing with um, the Powers of Pain, the Barbarian and Warlord. Oh, is it similar? Similar. They yeah. basically just. Uh, but then they copies. got rid of those guys when they brought in the tag team of. Uh, of of He Man and Lionel, and then they just those guys were out. Yeah. Hey, um, you know the uh, Itchy Pete you mentioned <laughs> yeah. that um <laughs> that uh, gimmick is available, and you could do that what in Nickel City Wrestling. Itchy Pete, <laughs> I, I gotta get out of this kitchen. <laughs> Can't itch myself. I gotta itch somebody else. I mean, I can pitch it. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'll throw I'm it out there for you. His finisher oh. is the stitchy itch. The stitchy itch. No, his finisher, he whips his arms yeah. out from behind, and he uses the two things on the end, because he's a maniac, to choke mm-hmm. the person in the ring to death. Oh. No, <laughs> Not submission. <laughs> to death. Well, that's if they want to kill off a character. Right, okay. So that makes it. sense. They have killed off characters before. They've done that. Oh, boy. Buried people. Oh, Undertaker. them in cement. Yeah. Undertaker yeah, they've did done that. It. They've done it for yeah. real. Um, not for real, real, but yeah, Kayfabe real. Yeah. So I want to take it back because we are the memory machine. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Nate's forte is the really historical, old. the really right. old. Yeah, the really old. So I'm going to ask you this, Nate. Uh huh. Who was the first sex symbol of professional wrestling? The French angel. <laughs> I love that you know him. He's on my list to talk about. Is, is he the guy? I is he the guy him. who like totally suffered from acromegaly? Yeah. Yes, yeah, I, showed okay. him, I showed him to you last yeah, time. Yeah, that's right. The French angel Maurice Tillet uh, was yeah. clearly not. As a matter of fact, he would have been an opponent to this. A male, male sex. Symbol? Yeah, because this the was male sex. Well, women didn't really. Start you, you, until, you, yeah. you mentioned this on the podcast you did with Nate. I mentioned Maurice Tillet. Yes. No, yeah. no, you mentioned this other person. I did. Be- I can't correct. remember. I can't remember who oh, it was. Really? Yeah, oh, I can't who was, but I didn't know this, and I heard it on that podcast. Mm-hmm. The idea that they specifically got guys like French Angel because you wanted the handsome Prince Charming type to fight the evil monster. That mm-hmm. was the whole thing. That was the and I, did, I just never knew that. So yeah. I learned that that day, but I don't uh, remember the name of the man. Gee, I, I don't. I don't remember. Is the, it Romeo something? Yeah, no, he was the Greek god. He was Jim Londos. Okay. Mm. He, right. he, he, he was, was actual he was Greek, first. Actual Greek last name. Sounds um, like actual nice. Greek. Yeah, so yeah. that makes sense. Well, see, the thing is, is, is you just don't remember those handsome baby faces as much as you remember the monsters. Right. Yeah. You know, like French Angel, I knew exactly what you're talking about. Nobody remembers Jim Londos. Yeah. I want to go know. watch the movie Mask now. <laughs> he's a monster on the outside not the inside <laughs> not on the inside yeah, yeah they, I mean they had the monsters so if we're talking about the most monstrous wrestlers that we could find mm-hmm. let's talk about the heaviest oh who was the heaviest wrestler uh, that ever actually performed Yokozuna it's got it's either um, Yokozuna he is it's not Yokozuna let mm-hmm. me give you some names okay, okay. was it the big show Oh, was you know, it, I don't think about that. He's so he's so tall that add his weight to his height. Mm-hmm. Was it Andre yeah. the Giant? Well, there it's a... Was it Giant Haystacks? Or was it Haystacks Calicoon? 
Say, I've never heard of giant haystacks. I haystacks think, Calhoun. That's uh, the name I, was, I tried to say. Oh, uh, giant. So, okay. So, so not giant haystacks isn't a real one. No, he is. Okay. No, it's Big Show, I, I think, Andre the Giant, giant haystacks, haystacks Calhoun. I, I'm going to say giant haystacks. I'm going to say haystacks I think Calhoun. One of those guys, you, you know that, that photo that is so commonly seen with the two extremely fat motorcycle riders who are twins? Yes. No. Oh, you, oh yeah. <laughs> because I know one of them wrestled. Um, huh. and, and they had a world record of mm-hmm. like the heaviest twins, uh, ever on record for a long time. Yeah, heaviest good, set of twins. Good for them. Um, I know he was, he was a wrestler, but I don't know if, if that was him or not, but I'm going to say giant haystack. And you said haystack Calhoun. Yeah, right? I did. Haystack Calhoun weighed in at 609 pounds. Uh, I, I honestly, a, in my head, I thought you were going to say 1,200 something. Andre the Giant was at 520, and the most Big Show ever weighed was right at 500. Uh, giant Haystacks was British, oh. and when he announced his weight, he announced his weight as 49 stone, 13 pounds, which was 699 pounds. Mm. Holy cow. So that, that guy clearly won. Now, Man. for the tallest, who was the tallest? Okay. Was it Kane? Was it Giant Silva? Was it Kurgan the Interrogator? Or was it um, Giant Gonzalez? I'm going to go with uh, Giant Silva because you mentioned Giant Silva last time as being a member of the Oddity. And then you didn't say it was someone who ever came back again. So I feel like if you're going to do a slightly one-off gimmick, not one-off per se, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with that individual. Okay. What were the last two you mentioned? For that reason. I'm going to give you all four. Okay, give me all four again. Yep. Kane... Kane. Giant Silva, Giant Silva, Kurgan the Interrogator, yeah. Giant Gonzalez. I'm going to say Giant Gonzalez. It's Giant Gonzalez, and it's not yeah. even close. Uh, Kane and Kurgan were both uh, seven feet tall. Giant Silva clocked in at 7'2". Giant Gonzalez was seven feet seven inches tall. Holy cats. He was constantly billed as being over eight feet tall, just because wow. he was enormous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. once you start looking that high up at someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's no Robert Wadlow. <laughs> no, no. How how tall did he get? Eight, eight foot eleven point one inches. Yeah. Although That's on very exact. Although on uh, the one and only episode I've ever watched of Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader, uh, the producers of the show aren't because they said his name was Robert Ladlow. Oh, Yeesh. nope. That's wrong. So well, they they're not up. smarter than a fifth grader. Nope, mm. definitely not. No. Score right now is three for me and two for you, Drew. Ooh. Oh wow, you're actually keeping score. I am keeping score. There were two titles okay. that were won in a fake tournament, which was a constant, uh, a common tactic to get a new title on somebody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They'd say, oh, they would win a tournament in this city. What was that city? Was it Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania? Sheboygan. Was it Rio de Janeiro, Brazil? Was it Seoul, South Korea? Or was it Tokyo, Japan? I'm going to say Rio no. de Janeiro. I was thinking Rio de Janeiro. The only problem is if we're both right, mm-hmm. that's not as interesting for the points. So while Rio, <laughs> while Rio sounds thanks for playing right, to the audience. While Rio sounds right, I'm gonna go with South Korea because they got Seoul. <laughs> Should have just gone with Rio. Nope. Nope. So your Mark name it, is Rio, and Buddy Rogers got his title there. <laughs> so they say. Both Buddy Rogers for the WWF yeah. title, uh-huh. and Pat Patterson for the ni- in 1979 for the uh, Intercontinental yeah. I don't know, title. I don't know Pat Patterson. Pat, Pat Patterson is a legend. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. He's he's was really good. Um, 
he, he was able to walk the line of like really good entertainer and just very violent person in the ring. Really, he had, he had some really rough. Very rough first matches. thing when you said yeah. walk, my first place went to on water, and I was picturing <laughs> that in the ring. And then you yeah. said the line, and I pictured him on top of the ropes. And then you People kept on the going, ropes. and I was like. That's yeah, sorry, ex- I kept that's talking. Less ex- that's like less exciting yeah. than either. The two I should I pause imagined. more so you can really flesh out these ideas. That's really <laughs> what needs to happen. And in this corner, walks on water. <laughs> this corner, walks on the ropes. Both Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what? He's <laughs> oh. coming up with the new gimmicks left and right over here. Just everywhere. Just, uh, you know, just call me Freddie Prince Jr. Because I should be writing for the WWE. He sure also, did. Also, in what? Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yep. what? Really? Freddie Prince Jr. was a writer for the WWE. He's, he's a, uh, a very large wrestling fan. Yeah. yeah. And he, was he happened years. to get the job. Like, that's that's really all it was. He, he, was left, wow. he, left, it, he left it and went back again, actually, because he got back into acting for a little bit. But he honestly mm-hmm. found that he liked writing for wrestling better. So he went back to wow. it. Wow. Good for him. Yeah, that's a great fact. Yeah. That's really great. There you go. Yeah. Well, why don't we do uh, one more before we head off to break? No, I want to do uh, like a million more. He's got two pages Well, we could do them. more. We just need to take a break. I need a drink of water. I need to take a break. Oh, I'll, here's a great one. This this is one of my favorite because we're going back to ridiculous gimmicks. Okay. Uh, this character, <laughs> they were actually sued by Marvel Comics for Ghost Rider. infringement oh, on a character. I this one. What? What? Marvel property was this a very clear, very obvious parody? I think it was Spider Man. It was Spider Man. Was that for TNA that, that that happened? No, that was back WCW, um, yeah. like nineteen ninety. When uh, it was Arachnaman. Arachnaman, yeah. Arachnaman. Yeah. He was, it, he I was, was gonna say like Aranya or something. Not red and blue, but pretty much exactly the same. They did that a lot in they WCW. Did. Like they looked like sort of the uh, Mexican bootleg variant right. of whatever it was. They did it with like the Ninja Turtle too. They did. That yeah. was actually WWF. Well, was it really? Barry wow. Hardy and Dwayne Gill were two yeah. common jobbers. They shopped multiple characters for them all the yeah. time. One of them was literally they were just in Ninja Turtle costumes. They both had the red eye, um, yeah. the red. What am I thinking of? Blind, not blindfolds. Masks. Oh, the, masks. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. What the heck am I saying? They yeah. both had the red masks on, uh, so they were like the classic. Yeah, the comic book. Yeah. The yeah. comic book one, and then they would just run down. They would do like rolls, and then they would do some matches. And I believe one of them fell on his back and pretended he couldn't get back up. <laughs> 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 but that was WCW. <laughs> All right, that Ooh, was WWF. Boy. Yeah. Um, fantastic. Uh, Barry yeah. Hardy actually worked in ESW for quite a while. Oh. For, for a couple of years before he retired to Florida. Oh. Yeah, ESW he's... being Empire State Wrestling. Empire State Wrestling. The we local need to here. talk about them. Let's talk about Nickel City Wrestling. Huh? All right, yeah, let's bring up uh, Nickel City real quick. Nickel City Wrestling is the promotion that I work for as a referee. Mm-hmm. I have been grateful enough and very... Very lucky to become a part of that family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're also to have real these fun guys, to watch. They're really fun to yeah. watch. Yeah, they're it's, really it's a good time. Do you know who their world champion is right now? Is it? Where's that I hope one? it's Cyclone Jones. If it's, uh, mm. I'm going to talk to you about Cyclone Jones. <laughs> Boy, do I wish. Yeah. Uh, He's a so bad guy with them. Is it Latin <sighs> Soldier? Is it Vinnie Moon? Is it Tiger Smith? Or is it Dan Macchio? Oh, God, I hope it's Dan Macho. I know it can't be, but I want it to be so bad. Um, Vinny Smith, was that one of them you said? Uh, Vinny Moon. Vinny, Vinny Moon. Moon. I'm going to say him. Vinny Moon. Uh, no, it's actually a Latin Soldier just won it from Kaiju Chris West at the uh, last event West. in August. Okay. In August, we had a, an event in Niagara Falls. I wasn't there. 
Correct. Why didn't you invite me? I did invite you. Uh, did you really? Yeah. Was I out of town? Was I? Uh, yeah, you couldn't oh. be there because you were either in Hawaii or Alaska. Okay, 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 okay. Because yeah. he's just a globetrotter. Me. Forgive me. Uh, yeah. But no, Dan Macho is Drew's favorite oh character. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I adore Dan Macho. So my favorite was Cyclone Jones just because mm-hmm. he gets so into it. And mm-hmm. so in that way, he still is. Like in the way of like actual guy really yeah. getting into it. But Dan Macho is just funny. Yeah. And he's so yeah. engaging, and he gave me a trading card with a picture of him flying on an eagle, and like it's so like he's it's such a, it's such a different. This is a gimmick. guy who lives the gimmick. He's oh, he's man. a and really it, great and it's guy. So fun, it's so fun. So yeah, Cyclone Jones. He's my. It also it also for. should be noted he's probably about five two. Oh gosh, yeah. And he's he's not. Your... I, it might not have been. A, it might not have been. It might have actually just been him on an actual eagle on the card. It might not have been photoshopped. When when you think of the stereotypical professional wrestler, just think of the opposite of that, <laughs> and you have the greatest character you know you oh, I, I, the Monty. guy i don't know i don't know his name he's the neighbor in um in, in wilson that king of queens i think maybe and he's in the end know. of the secret life of walter mitty he's that little short guy who's um yeah good good heavens i can't think of his name but he's that guy he's that guy yeah. i'll think of it he's after. a great guy he's i'll look it up during fantastic. the break yeah who's the guy yeah. with the orange pants and the greasy hair that he and I really get into some heated audience and ring feuds. Orange pants and greasy hair. Yeah, he was. Was this at Nickel City or was this in the show before that? It was the one in the one in Wales was okay. when he premiered as a bad guy, and then he was a bad guy again when we went in um, the Genius. Was in West Seneca the, the the next one? The Lackawanna or Lackawanna? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then he was a, he was a bad guy there too. Those were actually two different promotions, believe it or not. Same guy. Same guy, because you will see Bad a lot guy. of independent wrestlers. I'm trying to think of orange pants. Orange pants. Or a super greasy, skinny little dude with like a greasy mohawk. Ace Gervais. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Ace Gervais? Man, he and I hate each other. <laughs> just, uh, you just want to punch him in the face. Oh, He's boy. just that kind of guy. Oh, you just want to hit him as hard as you can. We, uh, oh, boy, howdy. Boy, yeah. howdy. Wow. Well, with, uh, <laughs> with that. Ace your face if you're listening. I want to be at your. I want to be at your next match, and I'm gonna make <laughs> you feel just as bad as I did at the last one. <laughs> well, with that, uh, with with that uh, bit worked out there, um, I say let's go on a quick break, a good glass of water, and uh, we'll be back for some more trivia. What do you say, guys? Hey, that sounds great to me. All right, we'll see you in a little bit. Wah! I forgot the name of my crazy character, but he's going to go too. It, itchy Jim. It, itchy Pete. Itchy, itchy Pete. Pete. Itchy Pete. Pete. <laughs> I got a drink. Today, wrestling fans, we're talking with U.S. heavyweight wrestling champion Dusty Rhodes. Ah, the American dream. And his new thirst quenching partner, Mellow Yellow. Mellow Yellow, Dusty? Yeah, baby, you know Mellow Yellow's got that fine citrus taste. And ooh, it'll beat that Mountain Dew every time in that taste test match. There you have it. The new tag team champions, the American dream, Dusty Rhodes, and great tasting Mellow Yellow. Woo, the winning taste. Ha, the winning taste. This week, a special six-man tag team match pitting the Varsity Club against the Road Warriors with Paul Ellering. World Championship Wrestling, 7.05 Eastern on Superstation TBS, tonight. 
Hey, what's up, geeks? This is Liggy Smalls, Dan Liggett, just reminding you to go on to the Patreon page. Geekyverse is on Patreon. We'd love to get your support. Every bit counts. So if you come in on patreon.com slash geekyverse, also give a subscribe to the YouTube page. Just look for Geekyverse on YouTube, and you'll be able to give us a like there. There's other podcasts. Uh, Memory Machine isn't the only one that you can listen to, because that's the one I'm primarily on. So love it, but listen to Girls Who Geek. Geeks Got Game, who just released their fall 2018 preview. There's a spoiler cast who just reviewed the new Mission Impossible movie. And then, of course, Walking Carpet, which is all things Star Wars. You can always check out the website to view the most upcoming articles, uh, content, uh, opinions, op-eds, anything that you want to listen to or read, it's going to be on there. And then, of course, we've got the Facebook page where we'll post the links that you'll be able to see. So please, we are here for you. We want you to be here for us. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. Championship Wrestling Monday night with a full card lined up at regular prices, including a $3 general admission. You'll see J.D. Costello's triple challenge for $5,000 to be thrown to the crowd. An international kendo stick lumberjack match with Sato and Goto against Jared and Tanaka. You'll be seeing the international title against the Southern heavyweight title when Jerry Lawler meets Bam Bam Bigelow with the two titles at stake. Be there Monday night. Great beer taste, that's what got me. It's a great light beer. Got it? It's because of its great taste. Great light beer. He still doesn't get it. Great taste. We'd love it like, Buck. Whatever got you guys. We'd love it like. You got it right. Great taste in a great light beer. Have you noticed how many true beer drinkers are choosing Labatt Light? It's not just a light. It's a Labatt Light. Right. Hey everybody, we're back. Uh, we all got uh, some drinks of water. We, uh, you know, just we didn't drink water. No, I did. Drew and I were not drinking water. Uh, no, we, we were drinking juice. I have a dog in my lap now. Yeah, Sherman, can you say hi? Mr. Sherman's here with us. Yeah, hi, Sherman. My boy came along. That's right. He's uh, a beautiful very good dog. Boy. He's, He's uh, staring at the Charlie yeah. Chaplin lamp. Oh, yeah, I forgot he doesn't like that. <laughs> yeah. I have a, for those who don't know, I have a Plaster of Paris Charlie Chaplin lamp in uh, my room where we record. And uh, Sherman doesn't like it very much. Uh, I think he fears it somehow. I don't know why. I think you're about to hear that fear. Oh, yep. Here you go. Go ahead, Bob. Tell, Tell him. Tell him. Tell him. Give him what for? for. Sing him for him. Sick. Sing. Um. So, yeah, so. Uh, we came back. What, what were we talking? Oh, uh, we're talking about NCW and the yeah, SW Nickel and all that City, kind of stuff. Everything that's going on. Next show's October nineteenth. Uh-huh. It was sold out, but there is some rumors. Oh, October what? Might be October nineteenth. Well, October nineteenth. There are rumors that there might be additional tickets coming up for sale. If oh, only, oh, good. If only I had a friend who was somehow involved in it, who told me with enough advance notice that they didn't sell out of tickets first. <laughs> that was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> 
my oh boy. I also was thoroughly dressed down by my mother for also not getting who them <laughs> tickets. By the way, um, I very much enjoy sitting with your mother at the wrestling matches. You two are unstoppable. And that's yes. not that's not a euphemism. That's I actually mm-hmm. like to sit next to her at wrestling yeah, matches. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. it's fun being being mm-hmm. uh, being around your parents while that's mm-hmm. going on. Yeah, both uh, heckling you from. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm glad you enjoy that. Yes, we I, the should. one the one time I was heckling you a lot to the point that your mom was like, eventually just like, hey. <laughs> to me, oh, really? Yeah. yeah, she never told me she. And your dad, and me. yeah, yeah, and then, and then, and your dad, and your dad was like, "Oh, watch out! That's her baby." Like, <laughs> that's true. Oh, that's funny. Uh, but here we but are. Yeah, we uh, are sitting here, back in the room, podcasting about interesting wrestling tidbits. Yes, you, you got a big one to bring us back with. Uh, a big one. Yeah, a big one. A big one. Sure. We already did the big ones, literally. Okay. So when you think of something big, yeah. You don't get bigger in wrestling than The Undertaker mm-hmm. with his decades of destruction, as that is what it has been called since he's been doing this going on. It'll be 30 years. Holy cats. That's a lot. Like, yeah. He's already been wrestling 30 years. But Here's, debuting in 1990, he will hit 30 years coming up in, in just a couple. Yep. Here's, here's the thing. I love my job in that I get to do what I want to do every day. Yeah, right? absolutely. I teach kids music. But I still think, like, wow, 30 years of that, though. Like, that just mm-hmm. seems, even though I love it, that seems like 30 years doing the same thing in that capacity mm-hmm. is, like, mentally exhausting to me. Yeah. And I don't have to get thrown through tables. Right. I mean, yeah. I choose to. I choose to. <laughs> yes. Good. But I don't, like, yeah. You just yeah. call it trust exercise. Right. That's then, exactly yeah. it. Yep. Yeah. The Undertaker, specifically at WrestleMania, was undefeated for a very long time before losing to Brock Lesnar in 2014. Can you tell me, how many matches at WrestleMania did The Undertaker win in a row before losing? Win in a row? And what what WrestleMania, what was the number of the WrestleMania that he lost in? He lost at WrestleMania 30. 30. Seven. Seven in a row. Seven in a row. Seven in a row? Nate Let's says say 17 in a row. Nate says 17. The actual wait, answer. Uh, wait, would he have been around? For, yeah, it would have been. Yeah, you, it's too late. You locked okay. in 17 right. when you well, spoke you it go. out loud. Uh-huh. <laughs> the actual answer is. Harsh. He was 21 and 0 in at a, WrestleMania. But, but in, in a row? Not in a row? Like at WrestleMania. Like he never lost at WrestleMania. Oh, but, but and he was in each of them. You have to, if you, you have to return the next year if you have won. Well, I guess he was not in each of them. No. So maybe the question was misleading. Let me ask a different question. What was The Undertaker's WrestleMania win streak before losing to Brock Lesnar in 2014? Seven, uh, seven, no, no, no. 21, 21. 17 wins, 17 wins and and, uh, four losses. No, it's 21. He won 21 in a row. Oh, wow. Isn't that amazing? Wow, that's crazy. He, he honestly, he became an institution. He is the yeah. most respected man backstage yeah. or on stage. Uh, uh, I, was, I was watching WrestleMania 30 at Nate Dreher's house with you guys Ooh, when, when, that, when that happened. What a and, moment. And I obviously did not have the same level of background with you know wrestling but i didn't know that it was a streak you know they they mm-hmm. they had made sure that you knew it going into the to the match mm-hmm. um and i remember when he was counted out at the very end when the undertaker lost that match i stopped he was him. pinned he wasn't counted out he was, he was pinned he was pinned, pinned. 1 That's, 2 3 yeah, yeah. right in the okay. middle of the ring um and i remember looking around at the room and seeing all the faces and every single one was the same like 
mouth agape, hands open, like just I can't I can't believe this happened. <laughs> like like nobody knew how to feel. It really was shocking because that's <laughs> yeah. the Undertaker streak was not something that a wrestling fan ever thought would end. Yeah. And if it did, it wasn't under those circumstances. So right. the fact that he won was was a huge surprise. Yeah. A huge surprise. Yeah. I now in retrospect, do you feel good about how that ended, or do you think they could have done it better? Like, are are you kind of bummed that it was Brock, like part timer Brock Lesnar? That well, did seeing it? what they did, it, it's rough. It, yeah. It's a rough bag to go into because seeing how they handled Brock Lesnar from then on out, he he was just a monster for years and years. Yeah, where he would just come in and like he would only appear six, eight times a year, but. Every time he came in, people would tune in. He was a huge mm. draw. Because when he was wrestling, people knew, all right, this guy's going to mess people up. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a bloodbath of some kind. And even though he held the title for way too long, and I'm very disappointing on how the title reign went with him, mm. because, he sh- again, you can't have the world championship and show up six, eight times a year. It just right. doesn't work that way. Right. It doesn't do anything for the product. Um that was a mistake right. for me. That was a mistake. But I find that problematic from, I'm going to use the wrong word, but I'm going to use a word that you'll understand what I mean. Mm. From, a, from, a, from a taxonomy standpoint, mm. there's, to me, a protocol. And there's a system to things. And the fact that he could maintain that title and only show up that often, mm-hmm. but someone else might show up more often, but not have, like, that to me is a... Is a, is a lack of consistency that I just can't respect. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But you and know what? When... Now, as a UFC fighter, he's that can't happen. He's actually still with the WWE at this time. Yeah. He, what? He, 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 he went back to the... He went to he UFC returned. and then he came back to WWE. He returned. Right. Did anyone ever replace Paul Bearer in the Undertaker storyline? As in what way? What do you mean? Like a manager? Like, a manager? Not, not just a manager, but like a manager that had that same... Um, character relationship. No. Okay. No. He had his brother Kane. Yeah. His half brother Kane. Let's mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beyond that, no. Okay. Huh. No one really became his his manager. Could uh, true be? or false? Paul Bear was the Undertaker's first manager. Um. False. I I feel like in the WWF, I'd say true because I remember him being around even before I was into wrestling. I remember that funny little guy. Outside of the WWF, it is false. Inside oh, okay. of the WWF, it is also false. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Huh. When he debuted, his manager was Brother Love, who was a take on <laughs> Jim Baker. Oh, oh wow. really? Yes, a wow. fantastic character. Wow. I, I usually don't do this. How, I would like to recommend. Not, how did that character not wind up with the Billy Graham? Oh, superstar Billy Graham. Yeah. How did <laughs> yeah. that? How did that? I don't know how down. to tell you, man. I don't yeah. think Billy Graham was around when. Uh, but um, yeah, Bruce Pritchard has a podcast now uh, called Something to Wrestle with Bruce Prichard. <laughs> it, it's highly popular, and he goes in-depth, because he was around from, like, 1988 to, like, 2008. He was around for a really long time. Yeah. So he'll go into depth in a career and what was happening in, like, events and stuff. So if you want to check out that podcast, if you're into it, go ahead and check out that podcast. Podcasts suck. Why would I want to listen to that? Well, you know, do you know who we have to thank for podcasts? Um, for wrestling podcasts. Oh, for wrestling podcasts. Yeah. OSW Review. Um, oh, 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 that, that little nun who started uh, EWTN, Mother Angelica. That is incorrect. Oh. <laughs> I don't know who that is, and mm. I think you made her up. No. Uh, it was Cole Cabana. 
Oh, he, yeah, yeah, he yeah. He started his professional wrestling podcast in 2010, 2011, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Uh, and it really took off. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't actually until 2014 when CM Punk was on after he left WWF, WWE, mm. whatever. Yeah. After he left WWE under very, very bad circumstances, um, CM Punk went on the podcast and just trashed it for an hour, trashed the company for an wow. hour and a half. Wow. Um, which led to a lawsuit that was just resolved earlier this year. Oh, my gosh. Wow. In whose favor? Uh, in Colt Cabana and CM Punk's favor. All right. But now yes. CM Punk and Colt Cabana are in litigation against each other. So. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, that sucks. Uh, I see a diamond cutter coming. Can I help you with that? Yeah. No, that's all. You just like DDP? <laughs> Who doesn't like DDP? Oh. Who does not like DDP? My wife loves DDP. Yeah. She does. We've she had does. this conversation before. Mm-hmm. So, I, again, I want to move things quickly here. Let's so do it. Yeah. We Lightning have this round. section um, that I made up that off the top of my head. We like to call mm. it true or false. <laughs> okay. okay. Good. So, in this, in, this, uh, in this game, you can either answer true mm. if you believe it's true. Okay. Or false if you believe it is false. I'm going to go with true for all of them. That it would be a mistake. Oh, gonna, okay. okay. I'll listen Put that first, down right now. First. That is a mistake. So, let's just run down. You ready? I'm, I'm so ready. Here we go. Ric Flair and John Cena are tied for the most world titles in their career. True. False. True. Really? Uh, Ric Flair's is spread out over multiple companies, NWA, WCW, right. WWF. John Cena's are all with the WWE. Huh. He has 13 WWE championships and three world heavyweight championships. I wish I, wish I had a soundboard right now because I just took the point from Nate and I would have it play the John Cena music and then end with a <laughs> woo afterwards. <laughs> Shame on me. Hey, we didn't, I, we didn't pull I, the I soundboard can, out. I, 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 I can edit that in. That's yeah. not a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do yeah. that. Uh, next, Cody yeah. and Dusty Rhodes mm-hmm. are the first father and son NWA champions. Oh, that can't be true. That, that there's got to be like a von Erich situation. Well, what about what there. about those French those the French family um, or French Canadian family the the, uh, the Rojous is that the last name no the, oh the Rojous the Rojous they were father and two sons and, and they were all champions but that wouldn't be NWA but like I don't really know this this might be one of those tricky technical things so yeah. I'm gonna go false I'm gonna say true you're gonna go true that Cody and Dusty Rhodes were the first father and son NWA I mean champions? I think false but I'm gonna put myself. Uh, in opposite to Drew. Okay. Yeah. The correct answer is true. Well, Cody Rhodes just won his first NWA championship at the All In Wrestling event in Chicago earlier this uh, month. Ah, yes. Is that was that NWA sanctioned? Yes, it was NWA. Oh, they, I didn't know that, that match between him and I know him as Magnus, but he wrestles as Nick something or other now. Nick mm. Aldis, I believe. Mm. Uh, that match was sanctioned by the NWA, so the. Um, title switch discount. Given mm. the fact that they can't use WWF anymore, I'm surprised they can still use NWA. NWA has nothing to do with WWE, WWF. No, no, no. I mean to say WWF with World Wildlife Federation, mm-hmm. right? We have WWE. Well, NWA is already a pretty popular name for a, an existent group. Uh, a yes. lot of folks would jump to the rap group's name first. And NW- I'm surprised there hasn't been Let me a- stop you there. The NWA, the National Wrestling Alliance, has been around since the late 1800s. Well, that doesn't mean yeah. that doesn't mean in either no, that individual's does, that does favor. No, 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 no. I mean, <laughs> no, that does mean it. Then, then in NWA, then the wrestling group should have the name, not the music group. I'm just surprised there hasn't been a lawsuit in one direction or another over the use of the letter. Uh, I, I, I think the difference there is uh, Vince McMahon. 
<laughs> yes. Like, I feel like Vince McMahon the would have. The hubris of Vince McMahon. Yeah, the, yeah the, you're lacking the hubris mm-hmm. of Vince McMahon. That's gotcha. a great way to put it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, here's a good one. ECW's Paul Heyman, the founder of ECW, uh-huh. managed WWF legend The Undertaker in WCW. True. False. It's true. Ah, right. He wrestled as uh, Mean Mark Calloway. I thought you just told me. Six to three, baby. Never I'm mind. winning big time. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. This is another one. Professional wrestling. There, there are a lot of different ethnicities that take part in professional wrestling. Uh, mm. Notably, in Native American culture, you have Chief J. Strongbow, uh-huh. Wahoo McDaniel, and yeah. Tatanka, who are all Native Americans. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, are actually Native American? As opposed to our Native yes. American characters? Are actually Native American wrestlers. Oh. Yeah. Who I'm, are, have na- Native American descent. I'm going to... Oh, well, now we're... How much descent? Wait, are we saying true for any all descent. of them? Any I'm, I'm opening... If there's any percentage in there, mm. it's it's true. Good luck trying to prove that they don't have that. All right. So well, I'm, I'm sorry. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to say false. I, I know one of them wasn't really... I prove it! I have it marked as false. Okay. Because... Chief J. Strongbow was Italian-American. Yes. Yes. He was not truly a Native American. Yeah. Speaking of Tatanka, he has the longest undefeated streak in WWF slash E history at 638 days. Wow. Oh. Okay. How about that? Tatanka is the... That's lo- a question. Is it true oh. or is it false? Oh. <laughs> oh. Tatanka is the Lakota word for buffalo. And that's I'm going to say that that's false. No, not my statement. My statement's true. I'm going to say your statement's false. Okay. True. To be different. Uh, the correct answer is false. Oh, Drew gets he it. He does have a 638-day undefeated streak. Uh, however, recently, Asuka started <gasps> NXT, moved to the main Asuka's roster. Awesome. 904 days without taking wow. any loss. Yeah, she uh, she was big in NXT. Mm-hmm. Like She really ran the she she ran that place during her time in NXT. She really did. Uh not so much who she lose to? Did she lose to Charlotte? Charlotte, yeah, Charlotte. Ah, There's boo. no complaints there. Oh, really? There's no complaints. They oh. could have ridden out that undefeated streak for another year probably, but Yeah. You know, it it brings her down so they can actually do something else with her mm. instead of just being like she's undefeated. That's oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. True or that's false? True. Not that they haven't. Yeah. I lived above an individual who wound up on the program tough enough. And one time when I was making too much noise on my floor and he wanted to sleep, he came up <laughs> and swore at me in a very violent and threatening way. Was he swearing in Egyptian? <laughs> no, but he could have. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with true. true. That is true. Oh. Yeah. But at the time, I thought he was from New Zealand. Oh, well, that's really off. That's yep. really, really was off. That, um, Mata. That was Mata, that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was Mata. Yeah. Mata. Yeah. Well, this marked though. I had Mata on here. I'll just mark that off. <laughs> that was a yeah. lie. I did not. Good. Uh, the Miz is the only tough enough competitor to win a world championship in the WWE. Yeah, true. False. It's true. Oh, there you go. It's true. Um, the other most successful person on who came out of Tough Enough would have been John Morrison or Johnny Nitro. I don't know. Uh, that who one. now wrestles as Johnny Impact. In Impact Johnny Wrestling. whatever, he's everywhere. Johnny Mundo. He, yeah. he has so many different names. Um, yeah. But it's always Johnny something. Yeah. But, still still in WWE? Nope. No, no, he uh, wrestles. He did some with Lucha Underground. He does some uh-huh. with Impact Wrestling, which is formerly TNA. Does, does Impact Wrestling still exist? Yeah. Really? Yeah, for real. In Lucha Underground, he, like, strong-armed somebody, like, clotheslined them across the throat into a bunch of chairs 
and it looked like he hurt his shoulder doing it. It's possible. Like it looked like like watching that shot, he went like, like his face <laughs> was not happy that he made that yeah. choice. <laughs> Injuries are the weirdest thing that you're gonna come across in, in professional wrestling because sometimes people get injured being power bombed into an apron, yeah, and sometimes. People get injured because they pumped their fists too emphatically. <laughs> right. Or, or like if you're Vince McMahon, like your quads blow out when you're trying to great, climb into the... <laughs> great moment in wrestling. Vince McMahon running down to the ring in the 2005 Rumble because yeah. they screwed up the ending. Yeah. Do you know about this, Drew? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he this jumped into the story. ring. Yeah. And normally Vince McMahon climbs up the steps, but he was so heated that he went cold from sitting in the back producing to running into the ring. And when he jumped, he tore both his quads mm-hmm. at the same time. And so he's just sitting there like an angry baby yelling at people. Yeah. <laughs> and he can't move. He is it's... the only person who would ever no-sell two torn quads and just be like, yeah, I'm sitting here. It's normal. Yeah. This is how I make decisions, guys. Yeah. He's phenomenal. Yeah, I'm sitting boy. back there. No, I'm sitting up here. Yeah. <laughs> question. Okay, question. True, false. Chris mm. Jericho found a local horror gimmick wrestler named Ralphus to be his bodyguard, who was just this fat, slobbery, like, missing teeth guy. He decided that he wanted him to be his bodyguard to protect him against Goldberg. Which which wrestler? Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho. That sounds yeah. about right. Yep, true. True. It's false. Well, Ralphus was a real person uh, who was asked by Chris Jericho. Uh, He was a truck driver. He had no wrestling. The only wrestling he had was that he he drove like the ring truck from one venue to the next. So did you yes or no describe him accurately? I did not. I described him as a horror themed independent wrestler. Oh, so he did have Ralphus, but. His name was Ralphus and like his physical attributes (laughs) I gave him. That's what I thought you were doing with the, right. with the Native American question. I thought it was going to be a trick where it's like, no, he had well, teeth. actually, <laughs> we're actually yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one-eighth Native because... No, but that that is, in fact, false because Ralphus was a truck driver. He was not a wrestler in any capacity. That sounds, the that sounds shortest like tenure in a Royal Rumble match, which is my specialty, if anybody ever wants to talk about the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. let me know. Mm. The Royal Rumble match... The shortest tenure in a Royal Rumble match is clocked in at two seconds. I feel like it's shorter than that. I feel like someone's going to come in the ring and be thrown out of the ring like the second it happens. What do you think? So the time starts when they're in the ring. Yes. When they get in the ring. And then they leave. So So if you think about how much time it takes to get into the ring and then get thrown out. So you got to put no, two starts, feet. You got to put two feet yeah, in it first. Start, it starts from when the two feet are in. Yeah. So as soon as those two feet hit the ground, I'm sure somebody's been tossed out immediately. Like feet touch the ground, they're instantly yeah. out, and they're like, Flip, "It wasn't boom. even a second. It wasn't even a second. So I'm going to go with that. That's false. That it's shorter than two seconds. And I'll say true because he said false. It's false. It's actually one second. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, for wow. all of Drew's reasoning. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That record yep. goes yep. to Santino Morella. Oh, really? In 2009, he came in. It's not a great a, moment. Not the guess I would have made. But yeah. he came in. Before that, it was two seconds, and it was the Warlord, it was Owen Hart, and it was Mo from Men on a Mission, all tied. Okay. Huh. But when he came in, he he slid in, pretty much exactly as you described it. He slid in and he stood up, and as soon as he stood up, Kane clotheslined him right back out of the ring, oh. and he did the perfect flip, so he was quickly. And swiftly eliminated. Wow. So his goal really was to be the fastest eliminated. Yes. Like, if he knew he's going to get eliminated, then it's probably like, okay, if I'm going to get eliminated, then I want to be eliminated as fast as possible. Well, yes. Well, we don't want to ruin goals. kayfabe here, do we? 
He 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 had a goal and he set it and like he that. made that goal. Yeah. One time, one but that's good. He, again, like what you said, he gets clothesline out of the match. He's eliminated immediately in one second, and the first thing he does is get back up and go, "No, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready." Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was brilliant. It was That's really good. Good. good on him. It was. Uh, it was uh, a good comedy moment. Who's, yeah. the, who's the gigantic guy who sucked at wrestling who climbed over the top ropes and should have been eliminated? Great no, Cully. Thank you. Oh, okay. Great Cully. He was terrible. Oh. <laughs> that was a. <clears throat> sorry. <clears throat> that was a one-on-one over-the-top challenge between him and Edge. And he climbed out of the ring, and the heel announcer, Michael Cole, was like, wait, did anybody see that? Didn't he just eliminate himself? And the other two announcers no-sold it and said, no, there was blah, 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 blah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, they explained it away. Because he's then, gigantic, so he climbed over the yeah. top rope. But after, yeah. he, he did it a second time, and then the announcer was like, oh, my God, he eliminated himself. Yeah. It made no sense. Yeah. It made no sense at all. Who was Great Khali wrestling? Was that uh, early 90s, mid 90s? No, that no, was um, mid 2000s. He did oh, in 2006. Really? Wow. Yeah. He's a big boy. Oh, he's a hefty man. Okay. He's probably he wasn't, about seven four. He, yeah, he was. Oh. He was not big around by any means. Very okay. fit, but he was tall, tall, tall. Yeah. Mm. He's not wrestling anymore. He's you know. Yeah. He tries to sometimes. Understandably, right? right? The WWF mm-hmm. hired actor Tiny Lister. To wrestle at pay-per-view events based on his performance in the movie No Holds Barred. That's true. Yeah, true. That That's is totally definitely true. true. What, yep. what, what was his uh, name in No Holds Barred? Don't tell me, Dan. I'll see if I can figure this out myself. What was his name? Was it like Samson or something like that? You're kind of on the right track. It's with something like, like old... that. Goliath. Hercules? No, it wasn't Hercules. Closer to Hercules. Oh. Who made Hercules? Who made him? Zeus's. Simon. It's Zeus. It is Zeus. It is Zeus. It is yep. Absolutely Zeus. Yep. 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 Made That's right. sired, perhaps, is a better. <laughs> yep. You know, I, I something people might not know about Dan Liggett, our guest host for the day. That's uh-huh. me. There's two two things actually. Number one, and this is not meant to sound gross in any way, he's very good at catching things in his mouth. If you, <laughs> if you throw things across a room, if you shoot foam discs at him, he can just catch them in his mouth. He's a pro. Yeah. Another thing that Dan is incredibly good at is playing the six degrees of separation game for movies. Oh, with Kevin. Those are two things I'm very out of practice on. But my favorite one was I gave you Alyssa Milano and someone not knowing they were in the same movie. You gave me Alyssa Milano and The Rock, and it was one step. Because Alyssa Milano was in Commando with Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was in Walking Tall with The Rock. Yeah, Yeah, and I didn't realize that. But then I stumped him once, and I said, Ronald Reagan. Yeah. And the monkey from Any Which Way But Loose. <laughs> they were in the same movie. <laughs> no, they weren't. Different oh, movie. That's oh. why I thought of a monkey and Reagan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fool them. Well, well, Bedtime for Bonzo. That's yeah, the name of the movie. The that is in with the, with Sorry, the, with I didn't know that one, guys. <laughs> yeah. I got him. But that's not what this podcast is <laughs> yeah. about. No, it's not. So let me say this. <laughs> yeah. True or false? Mm-hmm. Okay. Japanese legend Antonio Inoki uh-huh. never held a championship in the WWF. True. That's true. That is false. Really? There was the WWF World Martial Arts Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> wow. Was that it was how long? Active, it was active for 11 years. No Did way. anybody else claim it? One other person. He held it for nine years, and then there was a title change, and then it changed back, and then... As in most cases, it just disappeared without any explanation. Yeah. Who claimed who it from him? Well, I couldn't remember that. I believe it was another Japanese uh, wrestler. Ricky Steamboat. 
Was he Japanese? He was Japanese. He was Japanese okay. American. Okay. Yeah. Ricky Steamboat? He was Hawaiian. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Well, could well okay, but to be fair, then he could be Japanese because Hawaii is a mm. blended culture. Yeah. So That's just true. like that Italian guy who played an Indian. Yeah. Get... I don't know if it's that the same. Yeah, as that. it is same thing. <laughs> you know, you get really hung up on that stuff. I do yeah. get hung it's up. It's gonna on eat that you stuff. alive, yeah. my friend. I'm gonna be thinking about this for the rest of my life. All right. <laughs> my deathbed. Right. The Shield. The Shield. They're a more recent wrestling mm-hmm. stable. Mm-hmm. Currently together, actually. Really. Yeah. Oh, I've been saying really a lot, but so, just, I'm surprised by a lot of this trivia. Well, that's good. That yeah. means I'm, I'm, I've taken a good mind. job. You did a good job. All three members of the Shield, that's yeah. Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and Dean Ambrose, uh-huh. are Grand Slam champions. And that means they've oh. held the world title, the U.S. title, the intercontinental title, and a tag title. I don't think that's true. It's... I feel like all, all three of them do not each hold all four titles. That means they've held them at one time, not all at the same time. No, 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 I understand. Together, I understand. T- together as a group, they've all held it. No, not, no, indiv- not as a shield. Individually. individually. They each don't. individually. I, I got to guess, guess that not all three of them are Grand Slam. Yeah, I, I mean, but it's it's got to be close, though. I'm going to say false, but it's got to be close. I'm going to say false, but close. Yeah. The answer's true. Wow. Whoa. Uh, Dean Ambrose actually did it first. And then when WWE realized how big of a deal it was, they're like, "Oh man, we got to have Roman Reigns do it." And then yeah. Roman Reigns did it like three months later. Yeah. yeah. And then Seth Rollins, of course, at WrestleMania 31, 32, he got he cashed in his money at the bank. Oh, that was oh, man, what a great match! Good yeah. memory. That was WrestleMania thirty one. Thirty one. The yeah. main event was supposed to be Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Everyone was kind of pooping on it. And yeah. They sent out Seth Rollins with his Money in the Bank briefcase, and he cashed in and won the title that night. Yeah. But he did not become a Grand Slam champion until April of this year. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Recent recent completion. See, yep. so the that, EGOT like, of WWE. That's right. That's mm-hmm. basically what it is. Yeah. So, speaking of factions, there's another very popular, very famous faction called Evolution. Okay. okay. Evolution was Ric Flair, Triple H, Batista, and Randy Orton. I don't believe that. So that's all true. I don't believe I'm it. I'm just going to... Well, I mean... That's I can't, false. False. I can't make false. you believe it. I can't... If I put facts in front of you, you just... I think you I just like described, beer. You just described Guardians of the Galaxy. You can't... I don't believe it. <laughs> this can't happen. This is not feasible. Okay. Those four individuals in that faction, uh, as of this podcast, which is... September 29th. Yeah, recorded September 29th. Year of our Lord 2018. Mm-hmm. They have over 50 world championships between the four oh, of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I say Ric Flair really bumps that up. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I'm thinking. Like, yeah. One man alone hits almost half of that. Mm-hmm. That's a great answer. It's false. Wow. It's false. They're close. Yeah. They're at 49. Oh. They're close. Uh, Ric Flair has 16. Triple H has 14. And again, that's all with the oh, I thought I thought Ric Flair had over 20. No, Ric Flair is 16. That was an earlier question, remember? Ric Flair and John Cena are tied for most world titles at 16? Mm-hmm. I thought it was tied at 21. I'll bet part of that is that Ric Flair's uh, reign, reigns have lasted longer than John Cena's, I, I would imagine. Especially like during the NWA days. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, that's that's pretty smart. Yeah. So maybe on a, a time frame... Well, I mean, that doesn't matter because that's what we're talking about. We're yeah. talking about individual yeah, that doesn't, yeah, that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the answer is false. The answer because is false. They're, they're close. Which is what it's... I said, so I will take the point, Nate. <laughs> Wink. 
Uh, it's 16 world titles for Ric Flair, 14 for Triple H, 13 for Randy Orton, and a mere six for Batista. And a partridge in a pear tree. That's right. Uh, Drew, I am at eight, and you are at seven. Wow. If and only so I had ends that the true-false section. Oh, that was gee. Oh, gee. So we got some. Un- I mean, I got some things. I mean, I still have you, quite you, a bit left. You, you want to wrap up with uh, with, with a good grab bag? Wait, we need. We need. To, we need I need bag? the option. I need the ability to beat Nate. Can oh. this be the cover of? The, can this be the photo for the memory machine? I don't see why not. Let me see. Uh, Drew right now went over to my VHS shelf and pulled out the, the World Championship Wrestling Masters of Mayhem tape that he found for me once. Which I, I want to tell and, you the uh, very it, important it, story of this tape. Yes, please tell us. <laughs> so please. my wife Molly and I were driving down, you may have, if you are a if you are an avid listener of this podcast, you've heard Molly, but not with me, because we actually were the same person. We can't appear in the same room at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So we were Check driving down the road, and there used to be, by my old place, I lived in an apple orchard, there used to be a place where they just left stuff out. And you looked at it, and if you wanted it, you put some money in a jar, and you took it. And that was that was it. It was just honor system. Mm-hmm. Well, we're walking along, and Molly said to me, uh, oh, there's a tape that Nate would love. And I looked and I picked it up and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. He'll love this. He'll think this is great. And she was like, what? And I'm like, yeah, this is like, this is sweet. We can watch this sometime. And she's like, what are you, what is, what are you saying? And I was like, this tape, this wrestling tape. And she's like, oh, it's a wrestling tape. Because the front cover of the tape is definitely, well, you'll see it when you look yeah. at the podcast picture. Yeah, when you, see, when you see the podcast thumbnail, you'll understand. Why Molly was making a joke yeah. and was confused about me being serious. <laughs> that, that is going to be the, uh, the yeah, that's going to be it. I've already decided. It's the one that makes sense right now. Yeah, right. Yeah, sure. Uh, yes, let's do some grab bag. Yeah, let's, let's do some grab bag. Move. That's exactly yeah, what's we'll, happening we'll in this picture. Here we go. That is exactly what we're doing. Describe something. Uh, multiple choice. Ed Leslie, also Ed known Le- as Brutus the Barber Beefcake, oh, yeah. has had how many gimmicks in his lifetime? Four. 10, 13, 15, 18. Oh. Holy cow, that's a lot of gimmicks. Well, I want to go with 13, my lucky number. I just hit my face on that thing. Well... I figure you wouldn't ask unless it was really small or really high. <laughs> oh, so, Futurama reference. Futurama reference. So I'm going to say 18. It's 18. Holy wow. It is 18. He had 18 different gimmicks. Uh, most popular was his Brutus the Barber beefcake. Yeah. Um, he was also known as the Disciple, which is just a guy who followed around Hulk Hogan. Okay. Kind of describes his entire career, if we're going to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah he, he changed his name a lot. He even used the last name of Hogan uh, when he was in the AWA. Oh. To match Hulk Hogan, well, and they yeah, were brothers. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. Okay, oh. the San Francisco 49er match was an object on the pole match. Let me just lay it out exactly what Please it is. Please tell me it was Goldberg versus Goldust. It was not. It was Booker T versus Jeff Jarrett. Well, that doesn't make sense. San Francisco 49ers should be a gold reference. So, <laughs> that means there was a pole in the corner, oh. and there was, a, there was a box, and there was something in that box. What was in the box, guys? Was it... The WCW World Championship. No. A coal miner's glove. Maybe. A blow-up doll. No. Or a picture of Scott Hall. Coal miner's glove. Coal miner's glove. Uh, w. It's WCW. Yeah. Um. And what year? Uh, it's nineteen. Uh, two thousand. Two thousand. It's a blow-up doll. Uh, you, neither of you got it right. Is it a picture of Scott Hall? 
It was all four. Oh! <laughs> there were four boxes. You it was didn't a trick question. give us that I wanted, Of course not. I wanted to give you one. I wasn't going to make that my last question. Oh, jeez. But in each box, there was a... Uh, in each corner, there was a pole, and each pole was a box, and they had to find the world championship within the boxes. And it was Booker T and who? Jeff Jarrett. What a great... King that, that, that's, that, that's like that's like mixing up uh let's make a deal with wrestling that's yes. fantastic so they did that the, this concept was reborn through the feast or fired match uh-huh. in tna where there were four poles and four suitcases and three of the suitcases had a contendership to either um the world title the X Division title or the tag title. Mm-hmm. And then the last one had a pink slip and you were fired. <gasps> oh, my. Oh, no. So they use that for people who are retiring or like going to another company or. Uh, yeah. Or like they, they wanted to get rid of the um, a character. So they. Yeah. That makes axed sense. him out. Yeah. yeah. You have any was, questions about. His name was Curryman. You have any questions about Cindy Lauper in here? Cindy Lauper. Let me make one up. Uh, yeah. Cindy Lauper returned to the WWE. Uh, in promotion of the 1,000th episode, who did she appear in the ring with? For all? Uh, the Fabulous Moolah. No, Fabulous no. Moolah was dead at this point. Uh. And so is um other dude, um, Captain Lou Albano. Yeah, Correct. Lou Albano. He is also deceased by this point. Was it Wendy Richter? It was not. It was not Wendy Richter. It was Roddy Piper. Oh. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Roddy, Roddy and... Uh, it was Roddy and Lou Albano had a, mm-hmm. a bit of a thing going on. Right. It was on Piper's Pit that Roddy Piper took the gold record and smashed it over the head of Lou Albano. Oh. Yeah. In this one, Heath Slater came out and um, Cindy Lauper smashed it over the head of Heath Slater. Yeah. <laughs> and that and he uh, passed away shortly thereafter, did he not? No, he um, passed away 2016, 15 or 16. Well, he was in an episode of It's Always Sunny. Yes. Roddy Roddy. Yeah. yeah Roddy Roddy passed away. It was like later. right after that that yeah. it would have been. Oh, wow. That was a great episode, too. Uh, which wrestler did not hold Ted DiBiase's million-dollar championship? Was it Ted DiBiase Jr., Virgil, Goldust, or Stone Cold Steve Austin? Oh. I was going to say DiBiase Jr., but Stone Cold Steve Austin sounds like a good bet also. I'm going to say DiBiase Jr. I'm going to then say... I'm going to then say uh, Doink the Clown. That was not... You know what? Fine. Uh, you're both wrong. Oh, no. Uh, the answer is Doink Gold the Dust. Clown did? He did? <laughs> yeah, Doink the Clown held it. You're right. Uh, it was actually Goldust. Goldust, um, huh. Ted DiBiase Jr. brought it back, and he feuded with Goldust over the title, but Goldust never actually got it. Oh. Virgil won it from Ted DiBiase Jr., and when Steve Austin debuted, he was known as the Ringmaster. Right. Where he debuted as a member of the Million Dollar Ah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's a little bit of So he didn't have to win it? No, he was given the title. Huh. Steve Austin was just handed it. Was it in Rio de Janeiro in a tournament? Yeah, he a, won in a yeah. tournament in Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. What a callback. Yeah. <laughs> ah, it makes me happy. Yeah. All right. What is the common thread between Ole Anderson, Don Morocco, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson? All of them have letters in their names. That's correct. You got it. <laughs> Moving on. No, they're Point all on. for me. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I just you drew dumb. <laughs> <laughs> they all went by the moniker The Rock. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. Which is, well, he was. I think it was Rock Galverson uh, was um, Ole Anderson, and then it mm-hmm. was Don, or it was, yeah, 
uh, the Rock Don Morocco. Huh. And, and then Rocky Maivia. Yeah, Rocky, right. Rocky Maivia, who turned into The Rock. The Rock. The Rock. Yeah. Who, by the way, I genuinely love watching every movie he's in. I concur. Yeah. <laughs> he, his presence in a movie elevates yep. it. I agree. Molly and I found this out when we were in Ireland, mm. and I embarrassing. I was embarrassed to admit that we had nothing to do the one day. It was a rainy day in Galway, and I said... There's a new movie out with The Rock, and I, I gotta be honest with you, I, I really love movies with The Rock in them, and I just never told you because I was embarrassed. <laughs> and she's like, I love movies with The Rock, and I never told you because I was embarrassed. <laughs> oh my god. And now we go and see every Rock movie together. <laughs> Seriously, like, even, there is one, I, I brought it up on the podcast, it must have been once before, but there was one called, I think, The Rundown. I love The Rundown, with, that was um, fantastic, with Johnny Knoxville? Uh, I think so, yeah. and, and uh, Christopher Walken's The Bad Guy. That one's great. Yeah, I remember, I remember thinking, like, man, this movie is... Or no, no, no. So, Rundown, 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 Rundown is Sean William Scott. William Scott. Yeah. Which one's Johnny Knoxville? Walk Tall. Walk, walking Tall. Walk, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, that one. Well, uh, but, but the Rundown, I remember seeing like, man, this movie is like not that great. That has Arnold Schwarzenegger. But The Rock yeah, is Yeah, Walking great. Tall has Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. No, no, no. Rundown. Has oh, Arnold was it the Rundown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But, I apologize. Um, I got that wrong earlier, but it was also correct. You know. All right. Let's, um, we got a couple ones. Oh, this is uh, one of my favorites. Why are the 1992 and the 2016 Royal Rumbles unique? What years? 1992 uh-huh. and 2016. Were they held outdoors? No. Okay. Were they... This is a just keep guessing. Did they, like did, they, did they have no winner? No. Oh, did someone uh, last all the way from the beginning to the end? Like You mean uh, like that... they won from the number one or two yeah, spot? Yeah, number one. No. Okay. Did uh, Did they involve an animal in the ring? No. I'm oh, yeah. Was, was the Minotaur in it? Mantar. Oh, Mantar. Man, I wish yeah, I had said it. more about Mantar. Wait, I, I, Terrible wait, animal wait, I, get, I, get, I get one more guess. All right, go ahead. Did they fill someone with helium like a balloon and then ride them around the audience? <laughs> yes, his name was Goodyear Blimp. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was the only two Royal Rumbles where the actually the WWE or WWF Championship was on the line. And in, in 1992, they needed oh. to crown a new champion because there was so much um, the, hoopla. Yeah, we'll go with hoopla. Yeah, hoopla. Uh, and between what was happening, too, too much controversy with the title being switched back and forth from Hulk Hogan and The Undertaker. Oh. So Jack Tunney vacated the title and said whoever wins the 1992 Rumble wins it. Wins the mm. title. That was Ric Flair. And then mm. in 2016, Roman Reigns was forced to defend his championship in the Royal Rumble match. Also notable, that is the match that AJ Styles debuted. Yes. I watched that with you. I think you did, I yeah. did, yeah. I, that, that was the match where Roman Reigns just kind of super punched everybody. Superman punched. Superman punched. And I remember asking you and like Nate Dreher, like, so is that... Is that like all he does? And you're just like, yes, yes, that's yeah, all that's he it. does. That's it. Yeah. As somebody who doesn't watch wrestling, the fact that you noticed that should yeah. be noted to WWE. Yeah. Who was that one-legged kid who wrestled? For Zach Gowan. All right. <laughs> that's, good that's good fact. Uh, funny, funny fact about that. When they first brought him in, they uh, Bruce Pritchard saw some tapes. This is everything I learned from his podcast. Bruce Pritchard saw some tapes of this guy and said, we could really do some unique things with him. He's also really good. He's got one leg. Let's bring him in. And so he reached out to another producer on the show and said, hey, have you seen this guy? 
we should bring him in. And this guy was in charge of talent relations, so he would make the call. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I could do it. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. I'll bring him in. Uh, hired the wrong one-legged guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> he hired a one-legged guy who was, like, in his mid-30s. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Wow. So eventually they made the uh, correct decision and brought oh, in the other guy. that's good. Yeah. At least there's that. That guy was great. Yeah. Man. Let's go back to something recent, okay? Okay. All In mm-hmm. happened September 2nd of this year. Okay. It was a huge success. They sold out a $10,000 arena or 10,000 seat arena in mm. 29 minutes. Yeah. Which is unheard of if you're not the WWE. In Chicago, right? In Chicago, yeah. yeah. Huge wrestling city. Yeah. Great fans there. Uh, at the recent All In Wrestling event, Joey Ryan made a shocking return. Uh, Joey, <laughs> Joey Ryan was killed off in an episode of... <laughs> the Young Bucks YouTube show, like, earlier oh. in the year, and he hasn't been seen in a while. Oh. So they brought him back to this show. What accompanied Joey Ryan to the ring? Hornswoggle. Not Hornswoggle. <laughs> what accompanied him? What accompanied him to the ring? Um, a an, Komodo dragon. An RC car covered with uh, 15 Mars bars. That's very specific and also wrong. <laughs> a duck. Would you, believe, you know how the Undertaker has his druids? Yeah. Instead of that... Joey Ryan had necromancers. I think a dozen from the dead. an army of Tommy Wiseaus. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, he had a, a dozen men in giant penis costumes <laughs> accompany him to the ring, uh, and instead great. of the druids, he called them the fluids. Oh, <laughs> and man. so they stood on either side of the ramp as he walked down, and as he walked by, they went fully erect <laughs> each time. <laughs> Were they? Were the, the, they? Were this they... is sort of like absurd, absurdist performance art. Yeah, at that, exactly. At that point, uh, he was, he was, in, a, he was in a tag team yeah. with uh, with Lady Gaga. Yeah. Was the were they circumcised? Because then that could go back to my uh, Jewish joke of turmoil before. But yeah, that's that's what he did. He's he's known for his penis plex, and <laughs> okay. he does. Uh... Is that like he has a complex about his penis? Yeah, that's, he's that's worried it's thing. little, so he surrounds himself by twelve big ones. Yeah, <laughs> and he's just he's just really self conscious about it. He's like, but look at these. Like, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I have these ones though. Yeah. Uh, no, he he is known for the penis plex, where he uses his penis. Somebody like grabs him by the crotch, and then he just twists them, so then they're in like an arm bar. <laughs> And then he swings his <laughs> hips and they do a front flip. That is really funny. Yeah. <laughs> I watched a man. It's really funny. But you you have to understand in the, in the same way that movies have. Yeah. The genres of movies are different. Genres of wrestling are also I, different. I went to Kaiju yeah. Big Battle this summer. And I watched a man called uh, D-Monkey or Demon Monkey. A man in a giant Elmo costume basically with a one-eyed monkey face wrestle a stuffed pink bear. Yeah, and yeah that sounds bear, right. And the pink bear won. <laughs> and in that moment, I, I've i never been more proud. And, like, the entire yeah. audience screamed and cheered with applause <laughs> over a man who defeated himself with a stuffed pink bear. So yeah. I get, you, so I get it. You'll find great videos. There was the guy, who, um, Kenny Omega, who wrestled a nine-year-old girl. <laughs> and there was a point where he just kicked her in the face. <laughs> there was. They have different rules over in Japan. Let me tell you. Yeah. There was another Japanese wrestler who uh, wrestled the Invisible Man. 
<laughs> so he did all like basically he worked the entire match yep. pretending there was somebody in front of him. Yep. Wow. All his suplexes look great. The Invisible Man won, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. All that, the suplexes look great. Like, I'll, I'll, he, I'll bet I, that's a good that's kind I have of cool a real maybe we'll watch this. I have after. a real issue cool with watch. that because how do you know which invisible man was fighting him? Mm. That's true. There could be multiple could be and, that's, and I don't think could that's be, uh, it's like the uh, Bella twins uh twin magic. When one of them slips out and the other one slips in. Yeah, the Bashams would do it. See, I don't think that's right. I don't think I think they should have mm. to do a DNA test before any Invisible Man matches. Mm. Yeah. Fluid test. Fluid, fluid test. test. <laughs> For sweat. Oh. The fluids. Yeah. Uh, fluids. I got I got another one here that mm-hmm. I really like. All right. So, it's... what video game franchise inspired WCW wrestlers in the mid nineties? That Marvel versus it had Capcom. To be more, it had to Capcom be Mortal Street Kombat. Fighter. More, Mortal Kombat. He's a hundred percent. It yeah. was Mortal Kombat. They had Mortis. They had Wrath. And they had Glacier. Uh-huh. And it was basically uh-huh. reptile, Sub-Zero scorpion, and, and sub Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. That makes um, sense. And Glacier went on a, quite the undefeated streak while he was there, and then Kevin Nash just ended it for no real good creative reason. So. Yeah. There used to be a and wrestling the game. There was a Sega Genesis wrestling game where you designed your wrestler yourself, and the name really? you picked for the wrestler helped to determine how tough they were. I don't yeah. know how. But if you typed in the be- if you typed in the beast, you basically like your character transformed basically into like Blanca. Huh. Interesting. I'm gonna look up what it was. My I would cousin Damon had it, and I, I just remember thinking it was amazing. I'm I just named imagine my wrestler... somebody typing in like poopy pants. Well, I named then... my wrestler Fluffy Smoke Cloud, but it was it, you couldn't fit that whole name in there, so I just named him Smoke Cloud, mm. and that apparently was a much tougher name than I meant to have created. But he uh, he was an old man. She done cumulus. Oh, yes. And that would have been. I, as a seven-year-old, really would have really. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm actually I'm I'm running out of stuff here. I think. All right, well, on. well, just give us a couple big ones here. Uh, or this one's worth five points. Ones, but... mm-hmm. All right, yeah, yeah. Let's this make this worthless. One. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna. This is for the win, because all those other points. Yeah. They don't matter. <gasps> oh they no! They never oh, matter. No. They were they were just an old miner's glove. <laughs> it was me, Austin. It <laughs> we, was me the whole time. We got Austin. Mario partied. You did. <laughs> There's extra stars. Yeah. All right. Uh, before we do, there there is a legend. I just want to quickly note uh, mm. whose catchphrase was "Listen up, you pencil-necked geeks." Was that? Oh, oh, a guy had the song about it. He even. The, Oh, God, what's his name? You, you, it's right there. There's a picture on my phone of his stupid album. Ravishing Rick Rude. No, no, but great wrestler. No, he, it starts with a B. It starts with a B, doesn't it? His last name starts with a B. Yep. Yeah. He, Rick Rude uh, was the only individual to appear on Monday Night Raw and Monday Nitro, so WWF and WCW Monday shows, on the same night. Whoa. At the Whoa. same time. Wow. Because Raw, because Raw was, was taped Raw still. was pre-taped. Mm-hmm. Nobody, uh, his contract ended, and so he appeared on WCW the same night. How crazy. Yeah. yeah. So you could, like, flip back and forth, and there's Rick Rude with a mustache. Sergeant Slaughter! Sergeant Slaughter! I changed my answer. No. It's, that sounds like a Sergeant Slaughter thing I, to say. I can't remember his name, but I, I, can I, give you, I see can I give him you, in my mind's eye. Can I give you his moniker? What's that? Classy. Freddie Blassie. There it yep. is. You got it. Yeah, classy Freddie Blassie. Yep. I did not get it. But that wasn't the real point winner. He said this is just a warm-up. It's just a warm-up. So here he comes yeah. How about this one? At ease, maggots. Sergeant Slaughter! Yeah! There it is. <laughs> Tied up again. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> hey, here's the one. Sergeant Slaughter 
is the only professional wrestler to have a G.I. Joe action figure made of him. That is correct. Yeah, that's right. And Bo Jackson is the only professional football player to have a G.I. Joe action figure made of him. That's irrelevant to this podcast. (laughs) But we talked about people who transferred from from football into wrestling, or vice versa. Bo Jackson, baseball, football, G.I. Joe's, G.I. Joe, Sergeant Slaughter, Sergeant Slaughter. Real American hero. <laughs> We're through the looking I'm glass, people. Real American hero. Hero. <laughs> um, let me see what else we got here. Oh, here's a good mm. one. You know, mm. you don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Oh, uh, that's uh, Dusty Rhodes. Absolutely, that is yep. a legendary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he rants that's about how times, computers Daddy. are replacing people in like industrial yeah. jobs. He kick, give what you a he, nice he, watch, he, kick him in the butt. Is he the Unabomber? <laughs> he was not. He he was a legend. He was amazing. Because, I mean, that's is, literally he, what his book is about. He yeah. looked like us. He, he, uh, pretty much. Yeah, just he, like some like kind of chubby fat guy, but he had charisma. They say my belly's a little big. They say my booty's a little big. He, he was sort of like the uh, like the people's champ kind of a thing. Yeah. Before, before The Rock, he was... The people's champ who like, yeah. looked like the people? Yeah, he, he, he was a son I of a plumber. Him, Joe, Joe you know, Sixpack, as Sarah Palin would call him. Sure. Well, he didn't have a six-pack. He looked like... No, no, no. Joe Sixpack. Oh, that Sixpack. Yeah, yeah, like a yeah. drink. Like a yeah. drink of beer. Mm-hmm. Like a drink of soda. I would like one drink of beer, please. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I was thinking, like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. A little more cut version, a little more in-shape mm-hmm. version. But just like a beer-swilling blue-collar yeah. guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, just a that's guy. Yeah. Dusty Rhodes. All right, you ready? All right. Dig it! Um, dig him uh, sh- uh, sh- uh, the sugar smacks frog. No, <laughs> dig it. Oh, oh, wrong, wrong podcast. Randy Macho Man Savage. There you go. Yeah. Uh, he transitioned out of WWF because WWF thought he was too old. Yep. In 1994, mm-hmm. they're like, "You're too old. We don't want to put you in more programs." And he wrestled for like what ten more years? Yeah, he wrestled for a long time. Yeah. Well, when he moved over to WCW, he had a contract for about seven hundred fifty thousand dollars for the year. When yeah. he came over, he also brought over his Slim Jim. Um, yeah. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? His uh, endorsement promotion. or whatever. Yes. Yeah, he brought over his Slim Jim endorsement, which mm-hmm. was for $750,000 a year. Mm-hmm. So when they got him over, they're like, basically, we got you for free on yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. Dang. How about that? No. Take that, Vince McMahon. All right. You ready? All right. This is this is a big one, and then we're going to get into the finale. Okay. All right? all right. I'm the big buck of this lick. If any of you want to try it, come on and wet your horns. Hillbilly Jim. <laughs> Good guess. Wet <laughs> your horns. That's what I'm fixated on. Wet your horns. Who the hell would say that? Horns. Horn. horns. The Manitar. The, the unicorn bomber. <laughs> <laughs> Mantar. Yeah. Mantar. It is not Mantar. Horn swoggle. It is before Mantar. It is before Hulk Hogan. It Whoa. is before Ric Flair. Razor before Ramon. Ric Flair. It is before Frank Gotch. It is before Jim Londos. Jesus? <laughs> before Jim yeah, Londos. You nailed it, you idiot. <laughs> Something from Greco-Roman times? Yeah. 1800s. 1800s. Abraham Lincoln? Abraham Lincoln! <laughs> yes! You got it! Abraham Lincoln was a catch wrestler in, in Illinois. Yep. And he has ties to the NWA championship. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. it is Abraham Lincoln. That's I I love that. Abraham that, Lincoln that was, might be Abraham Lincoln was Jewish. What? He got he got shot in the temple. <laughs> Stop it! 
<laughs> Stop it. Get out. Get out. <laughs> I think uh, it speaks to how late it is that, like, both of us just walked right into it. Yeah. Nate was like, huh? And I just kind of looked quizzically. Yeah. My God. Oh, my gosh. Although, I-, I have to say, I think that might be my favorite bit of wrestling trivia is that uh, Abraham Lincoln was a pro wrestler. Yeah. Pretty cool. So, Pretty cool. to end this, mm-hmm. I would like to go back and forth. Okay. One, 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 one between the two of you. Most creative answer wins. Uh, no, I want you to go through as many as many animal gimmicks as you can think of. Oh, gee. oh boy! We're gonna start with Drew. Gobbledygooker. Right. Nate. Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh, oh, that counts. Yeah, any moniker that's animals as well. Oh. That opens up a whole new world for you. Well, wait. Can I list all my oh, kaiju oh, characters? Well, no, just... it's got to be professional wrestlers oh. that I've heard of. Yeah. Boy, howdy. Boy, well, howdy is not me, a wrestler. So can I go back to Mantar since he's yep. been mentioned 15 uh, times already? George the Animal Steel. Yes, that's a good yeah. one. There was another um, animal in Batista. King Kong yeah. Bundy. I'm going to allow that one, yes. Oh, Am I wrong? One, is that not what it is? Uh, well, King Kong counts. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't Rick... known specifically to be an, an animal. Oh. R- Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Correct. Oh, Over crap. Um, no, the dragon's not an animal either. Neither is the Mantar. <laughs> <laughs> A mythological animal gimmicks. Yes. Oh gosh! Oh gosh! I'm so nervous. I'm sweating. I wish I had no bones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a punchy. Um, yeah. uh, um, um, um. Wait a minute. Oh, but they don't have names. I'm thinking of the Wyatts wearing those animal masks, but that's not actually an animal gimmick. They just had those spooky animal masks. Correct. Um. You could call that a gimmick. No, no, I can't. I can't. They have to have a name or something. Okay, the pressure got to you? Yeah, the pressure got to me. I'm nervous. I'm tapping in for Drew. Okay, your turn, yeah. The Junkyard Dog. Oh, of course the Junkyard Dog. Um, Oh, 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 no, no. Bruiser Brody doesn't count. Bruiser's not an animal. No, Bruiser. Hawk. Good job. Yeah. Animal. Damn it. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to use animal. I'm going to give you hawk and animal. You can okay. have both of them because they're a tag team. All right. I'm going to go with the pit bulls, which was that... oh, Jamie oh. Noble and Kid Cash. Oh, oh, speaking of bulldogs, the British bulldog. That's very that's the good. one. That's mm-hmm. the one that I was just very, thinking very of. That yeah. I didn't speaking know. of mythological creatures, Loch Ness. Wow. It's Loch Ness. Goodness gracious. If I think of one, I'm just going to shout it out since I'm already out of the game. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Uh... Tiger mask. Oh, I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, the Birdman Coco Beware. Oh. Uh, I, I I think I'm out. Speaking of mythological, Pegasus Kid. What? Who was called Pegasus Kid? Uh, that was Chris Benoit. Wasn't there a really? Sa- wasn't there a Sasquatch I'm sorry, I'm in sorry. Japan? Redacted. 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 Wasn't there a Sasquatch at some point in time? There was a Yeti. Yeti. Yeah. Yeti. That's it. Yeah. Yeti. It's the Yeti. Yeah, I sent that video a, out. Yeah, that's that's why I remember. Yeah, because yeah, you sent it out. And I didn't know what it for. He's a mummy. He wasn't even a Yeti. Mm-hmm. Well, a, he looked like a mummy, but he was the Yeti. Yeah, the, that's the thing. So, like, that's barely an animal gimmick because no. it's not even a real animal. And oh, he's just like a mummy. There was Shark. Shark. Uh, in WCW, who was also known as Golga, who was also oh, known as the, Earthquake. Wait, the oh. fake Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, Arachnid Man. Dang it. How did I There was Battle Cat. Who was a character that was He-Man's cat? 
<laughs> yeah, He-Man's cat just showed up and mauled some people. Yeah. Uh, Battle Cat, which was a WWF gimmick that did not work. They, yeah. he, it was like a Mighty Mouse character type of deal, and that just oh. didn't work in real life. Yeah. Go figure. Well, one thing I wanted to ask you before we finish up is... Oh, yeah. Feel free to uh, ask me anything. Dan, what is your favorite bit of wrestling trivia? Like, one that you love to bring up and blow minds with? You know, the Abraham Lincoln bit yeah, mine is always, always yeah. blown is, by that. He's always yeah. a winner. Yeah. Because people just don't realize that he was. He's in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, as are some other presidents. Um, really? Theodore Roosevelt, for one. Oh, that, that does not surprise the, me in the least. I think that's the amateur professional yeah. wrestling. Yeah. Well, with that having been said, uh, let's put out our plugs. Right. Dan, since you were the one who really put this thing together and made it happen, why don't you do the honors and go first and plug your stuff? The honor was mine, Nate. Oh. And I think you know that. No. Again, I... <laughs> Half the time I'm looking at this stuff anyway, so to be able to jot it down <laughs> and actually make a quiz out of it really made me this happy. This is a lot of fun. I, I do think we should post mm. that up on there just because it's a cool it's yeah. a cool thing you worked on. Sure. I, I'm yeah. not surprised I didn't know any of this stuff. But <laughs> I'm disappointed. Me either, Drew. I'm disappointed that I didn't know any of this stuff from the standpoint of like it seems like something that I would have had fun learning about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I regret that I didn't learn yeah. about mm-hmm. these things. But you know what? There's always tomorrow. That's right. I can <laughs> do another list and just send it over to you. Well, Go for it. I'll do the research. research. You, know, you know what you could do to, to learn more is you can follow Dan Liggett at places like... Nickel City Wrestling. Nickel City We have a show wrestling. coming up October 19th. There might be tickets being released. Hush, hush. Maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if you are interested, please Great. find us on Facebook. You can also find me on Twitter at LiggySmalls04. Uh, but for the most part, we have a Nickel City website now, too. So go go to the website. Mm. And, of course, all things Geekiverse. Go to the Patreon. Go to the Facebook. Go to the YouTube. Go to the Twitter. Uh, we're not on Tinder, but if we were, you know you'd swipe right. <laughs> Yeah, baby. Check out and definitely, definitely support Geekiverse and all the endeavors. There you go. I like it. Drew, what do you got for me? Well, you know, I, I often... <laughs> all right. Well, you'll see! <laughs> when is this going out? Uh, probably end of November. Oh, well, then, gosh, boy, howdy. Then Dan's plug for an October show doesn't matter. Oh, God. And the one that right! I, and the one, <laughs> hey, that I was gonna, the one that I was going to plug for an... October tenth uh, plug for the uh, for a Russian choir coming into town. Well, mm. forget about that. So if we're not talking about till November, well, thank you to our veterans. Sure. I don't want to plug anything. Mm. I just want to say thanks. Normally, my kids sing in a Veterans Day dinner each November, and uh, it is genuinely an honor to get to sing for people who represent World War Two through the current. Uh, military, and uh, we can't do it this year. It just didn't work into the schedule. Mm. So, thank you to all of you, and I say that with sincerity. Mm. Um, do we have a uh, do, you, do we have the dates for the Glee Club Christmas concert yet? We don't know. It's normally okay. the first two weekends of December, a Saturday and a Sunday woven somewhere in there, and all three of us are Glee Club members. So. That's right. But That's no, right. we don't have that. We do not have that at the moment. But as always, check out Lock City Glee Club dot org for more fun information about our awesome men's choir you heard that bach chorale at the beginning sure did (laughs) it was beautiful it was something so ignore that october 19th on december 28th oh yeah nickel city wrestling is having an event at the polish cadets in buffalo new york it is right right on grant street it is directly next to the buffalo state college 
So please come out and support us. Find your tickets online. Are you allowed to park in the park, the Tops parking lot? Because Polish cadets doesn't have a big parking lot. It does not have a big parking lot. You are correct. And Tops is already across the street. I can't imagine. I don't know. I'll yeah. have to ask Steve who runs it. Mm. All right, but, we'll I mean, I don't out. want anybody to get towed because we're having a wrestling event. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Decord. And uh, I've been, well, I guess I haven't been your host this week. Not really. Uh-huh. Um, I was just a participant today. It it's like nice. when the girls take over, except not as not as pleasant. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, I found the one I'm about the so Olsen twins particularly informative. Yeah, so uh, which fun. one? The Olsen twin one. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. That, that was, was interesting. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. I like uh, the last one about Disney movies. That was really good. Haven't, haven't that, that and yet. the um, that was Ladies wild. of Geekhood, or what is it called? Ge- Girls Who Geek. Girls Who Geek. <laughs> Sorry. Ladies of Geekhood. I, you know, I like that name, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, listen to that one. Really good. Yeah, that's just... Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nate underscore Lockhart. You can find me on Instagram at Nathaniel dot Lockhart. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any place else you can find me. That's pretty much it. Just keep uh, following MemoryMachinePod.com for updates and stuff like that. And go to the Geekiverse for all the reasons that uh, Dan said earlier. We've just spent a lot of time doing plugs, like an extensive time. Which, makes me, wonder, which makes me wonder if anyone's still listening. So if anyone's still listening, put a little post. Uh, I'll write a note at the bottom on the Geekiverse page where you can write comment. a note. Yeah, and comment, comment. With your right. favorite wrestling fact or statistic. There you go. Oh, there you and go. I'll send you uh, I'll send you a, a picture of Dan Macchio. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> you get a picture of Dan I'll get, Macho. I'll get trading cards. We'll send them out. Very right. good. We're going to make is. that guy world champion. <laughs> there the it best. is. I absolutely love him. There it is. All right, folks. Thanks a lot for listening, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Probably by this time, it'll be for Christmas stuff. So look forward to that. Um, yeah. We love you. Oh, Bye. the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. It doesn't show signs of stopping, and I brought some corn for popping. The lights are turned way down low, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow.